All audio podcasts for One Team, One Podcast are brought to you by Bank of England Mortgage. Talk to Patrick Michelson at Bank of England Mortgage, 225-939-9878, or visit boesouthernstates.com. That's Bank of England Mortgage, a proud partner of One Team, One Podcast. This is Justin Vincent. You're listening to One Team, One Podcast. One Team One Podcast back, episode 86. 86. Uh, K-Drum Boone. Chris Mitchell. Oh, nice. that's a good one. Pulled that one out of my ass. Um, yeah. I can't think of anybody else. Yeah, uh, K-Drum Boone's the only other one I can think of. Jared Mitchell, but he was 87. He was 87. That's right. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be all over that next week. One Team One Podcast back. <laughs> we have a full... Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't... I'm like before you even say one team one podcast. Jared Mitchell, <laughs> <laughs> full house today. Uh, Sam is back. Producer Sam is here. Yeah. Um, we also have uh, William is not mic'd up. No, nope. he's Peanut Gallery William tonight. Yep. I mean, hey, give buddy. us a look, William. I mean, no other one. Other other oh, other camera. He's on uh, fridge cam. Sorry, yep. sorry for the podcast uh, he's listeners. On fridge, he's on fridge cam. Uh, and then Jude, the intern, Jude is the here. Intern. Uh, Jude, say hello. Jude, All right, hey folks, how are we doing yep, today? You don't want to jump in front they, of the? Uh, yeah, I'll, miss, I'll jump in. People are missing Jude. Lift your arms. Yeah, I'll don't lift your arms. arms. But I'm here. There you go. Fully uh, tied up. Jude, we can't see you. Guys, remember this is a podcast. Okay, this is so podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's visual. You need to be audio. Right. Got it. Got but it. Look, for YouTube, follow us. YouTube. There we go. There you yeah. go. You, you would have understood social that. Social media. That's on you. You're not watching on YouTube. Subscribe so to your YouTube. Fault. That's right. Yeah. Um, all right. So big episode tonight because we have Pot of Gold is going to be joining us in about 30, maybe uh, 20 minutes or so. Right. Um, Pot of Gold is a podcast that I was following before we ever started doing our podcast. And I would listen to right. those guys and I loved them. They've taken a break and now they're coming back and I wanted well, to have them back on. Hold on, they're not taking a break. They're they were taking a break. No, they're cowards. Why? And they quit because oh, they got that's what somebody told too much heat in the kitchen. Apparently somebody made a uh, <laughs> Apple podcast review of uh, them the other day because they came back with an episode and that's what they said is they well, look, called I, them cowards. I mean, I think they're completely correct. Um, <laughs> well, well, I'm sorry. What? Why are you sorry? The the podcast review? Yes. Oh, that was you. Yeah, it's on me. Yeah. That's my bad. You did that. Okay. Yeah. Fucking Auburn right. fans. Sam. Man. Jesus Christ. Can never be pleased. Um, yeah, so we're gonna have them on in about 20 minutes. We'll talk about LSU football, of course, and then um anything we want to talk about. Like we were yeah. talking about that before. Like, this doesn't have to be about LSU football every fucking week, does it? Well, kinda. <laughs> yeah, I a guess. Little a little bit. Um uh, we can talk least... about whatever, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, whatever you want to talk about. What, what's on your mind, man? Yeah, you're the host, Matt. Tell what do you man. got? <laughs> Real fun topics going on. 
Um, this week we, we got Cocho, Eli Ricks, and Afghanistan. Yeah, we're, we're about to go live to Assam, Asir, Magrigala later. You said well, that, that perfect. You, tar- you said that perfectly. Well, no, I just kind of rolled my tongue a couple you need of times. To be very, very careful. <laughs> yeah, that that's what that reminded me of. Yes. <laughs> When we talk about this guy, what is his name? Uh, He's a know. Hall of Famer. Morris, something Morris. Jack Morris. Jack Morris. Jack Morris was uh, canceled. Canceled. Uh, is he canceled or is he? I think he's good. I, he, he apologized. He apologized. That's all I saw. Well, that doesn't. I mean, Do, is he canceled? When you apologize, does that mean that you're? Well, canceled? give the backstory here because I don't think everybody right. knows. So this. Yeah. Shohei Otani was about to bad against the it was against Tigers, the Tigers right? right? Yeah, which is hilarious, and I'll get to why that's hilarious in a second. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm trying and to figure so, your figure out your racism well, before we say no, it. No, 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 no. It's not it has nothing to do with the Tigers. It's yeah, just, what do you got against Tigers? No, it's just it was the Angels Chinese. against the Tigers, which a couple years ago, do y'all know about uh what's the guy's name who home, who hit the homer like while the guy was giving an apology speech? Uh, oh, Cassianus. Cass- and, and oh, Cassianus. Deep drive to left field and by that Cassianus. was during Angels. That was rough. That was during Angels Tigers. And this one now, was also that, during that Angels Tigers. Rough. I can recite. That was Reds. Do it. Do it. That was the Reds game. Do it. it was no, a Reds broadcaster who did that. Oh, it was Reds? Yeah. Yeah, it was okay. the Reds. It was the Reds. Bali Sports, and that was the same right. thing with Jack Morris. Right. That one. That they one both, is. They were both in Detroit, though, right? No, that they were playing. I, it could have been. I don't know, but uh-huh. he said something regarding uh, a certain. Uh, do the full speech. Do the full do, thing. Do I really have to? Do please, it, please. We need okay. you to. Do it. I need this. I believe he said. <laughs> Insert city's name here is the fag capital of the world. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Wait, I thought you were gonna was, say like, yeah, the apology yeah. part, the part that, oh, and yeah, and then I he was think, like, I, I love all people, and that's a deep one, right? Feel for a grand slam. <laughs> <laughs> no, you literally just said the words that he messed up. I thought you were gonna. I thought that's <laughs> what y'all wanted me to say. I, thought, I think no, you should I apologize. You yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I you wasn't right canceled. quoting another person. <laughs> Um, all right, so what did Jack Morris say? What, oh, uh, yeah, so Shohei Otani was about to bat, and they said, uh, so what the color guy said, hey, so what do you do against uh, against Shohei Otani coming up? And then I'm Jack sure. Morris says, you need to be very, very careful. But, yeah. That was it? What? And he said it with, like, an Asian <laughs> accent. And so, like, right. it's, oh, like, messed up or something. I yeah. Don't know. There's, uh, you know. Kind of funny, but yeah, right. the, yeah. At the same time, it's like, I liked it. I liked it. Of added, course, you did. You know what did he do? He added color. What is of he? Course the color did. commentator. You're a white male. Uh huh. Um. So <laughs> that happened. Today. Moving on. That happened today. Yeah. Yes. Moving LSU on. LSU camp going. Rock LSU and roll. camp. Uh, LSU camp. What? My guy, Nick Demas. Nick Demas. Whatever. Doing the, the bag. Demon oh, yeah. Demas. Yeah, yeah. Dominating Demas. Sniper. Big, yeah. He dude. He bit it hard. Oh yeah. Right. Oh yeah, that like, was great. Yeah, um, I I just love Kevin Falk immediately. Sniper, <laughs> yeah. it's like, send that to his that phone. On, did y'all get that on camera? <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, if you didn't, if you didn't catch that, uh, Nick Demas is a walk-on running back who fell. He's a converted linebacker. Was he? he? Mm-hmm. I think so. Um, smaller guy. To me, he's smaller. So yeah, I um, guess so. Uh, doing some research on Nick Demas, I've seen a few uh, high school photos of him, and he's. 
Okay. Uh, not the guy you would think that would be a running back at Who would you have LSU. Who would you have guessed? Wait, wait. We are, we are going down the route of, of hating guy. on this guy. Fraternity guy. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, not going to hate on this guy's oh, yeah, athleticism. No. Like, yeah, this, is, uh, this is your guy, right? I know. I'm all about this guy. Sam's I mean, yeah, all about him. up on some bags. Yeah. Like, whatever. You called, you called me the other day and you wanted to do an NIL deal with the guy. Yeah. Like, I mean, what we can do. I can't really get him on. Let's do it. Let's I would love to do an NIL deal with a walk-on specifically. Well, while we're at it, let's just go with the moxie of the week. I mean, are he's we, right there. Are, already? Yeah, he's yeah, there. Okay. And we were talking about him. Let's do it. Right, there's the, mox, there it like, is. the moxie of the week this week is our friend, our uh, big friend of the podcast, Nick Demas. I'd love to um, talk to him because he's from Indiana. Right? I want the graphic up. Yeah, let's oh, get the we got graphic. graphic I made a great graphic for yeah, Nick. But it's a podcast, guys. How many yeah. times I tell you it's there's a podcast? There's people that watch yeah, on no. YouTube. There's people right, that so watch. Nick Demas right here. Uh, <laughs> looks like, I mean, does he not look like an LSU running back? I mean, no. look at the guy. He looks like. Uh, does he not look like Jacob Hester? He looks like. <laughs> no. You know, oh. like. Oh, my bad. He looks like the generic little brother in a movie. You know, like you're oh. just trying to find a guy to be the little brother. Or is he like the bully, the bully of the little kid? Like, I could see uh, that too. Home yeah. Alone, like Remember he's this, the kid. He's like this nil deal you were like talking about. Like out the old. window. Out the window. No, I think he. I think no, 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 Sam. No, look, trust me. When we open up the checkbook, he'll change his mind. I Sam, think we can get him. Sam, I'm gonna say this. I think he's very handsome, ladies. I think you should all date Nick Demas at once. Not he could saying be a oh, wow. saying Nick Demas is a snack. Yeah, um, he's a whole snack. <laughs> A whole stack. <laughs> him, uh, him tripping over those bags and rolling and knowing that he fucked up. Well, that, that like, was where I got. That's where I came with the moxie of the week. First of all, you're a white running back. Yeah. For LSU. Okay. Everybody understands this. You're, but then you fall in practice. Kevin Falk is your freaking coach, right? Yeah. He ch- pops back up, continues on to the drill. Nails it the second Nails time. it. Oh, yeah. Nails he jumped, it. He jumped right over those bags. Yep, yeah. slow, slow clap. clap from uh, slow William clap. over here. From the it, peanut gallery. Big time moxie shown by. Well, I kind of thought friend Nick Demas. He like rolled a little bit, like he like hit it and fell, and he like he gave up for a no, second. He for was a second, like, he I'm was embarrassed. Like, ah, shit. Yeah, right. Yeah, he was like, right. ah, fucked up. Everybody's gonna laugh at me. <laughs> He's like, but then gave those uh, the the punching bags at the end. Gave those hell. Yeah, he did. Oh, yeah. Smash he did. I, uh, <laughs> more than I saw. More than <laughs> I saw with hell. John Emery. I mean, he. He uh, ran through him even more than that. But um, anyway, Nick Demas is the <laughs> moxie of the week. Um, we appreciate we appreciate him. We're going to have – we'll see if we can get Nick on the podcast. We're still on we video, so you're, he's whispering like like it's not all being recorded. You're the one bitching about the video. It's <laughs> yeah. on video. I see you doing I'm it. Doing Just say it. Again, we're going to have uh, Pot of Gold guys joining us in about 15 minutes. Uh, anything else from – practice that we've seen so far that we can kind of talk about before we get them on yeah i don't really care too much about practice clips honestly uh they're just you know it's the media portion's always like they're in like the individual drills and it's like you're just not gonna see very much but what i did loved hearing this week was um elias ricks during his media portion talking about defense talking about defense talking about lsu might be the best defense in the country this year i loved it too yeah and it's like I've been saying this whole offseason, like, why couldn't this LSU defense be elite? Like, what? I mean, other than linebacker, like, where are the question marks, really? I mean, it's linebacker and safety, which, like, they're question marks, but it's like, I like the guys there. Outsider. I was listening to Kublik this morning, and he said, or Madden McElroy. Auburn one, guy, by the way. One of them said, um, 
none of these LSU guys are getting beat in one-on-ones, which is true. Yeah. I mean, there's too much talent. Like you're not. It's not like these guys are getting pushed off a block or getting beat by wide receivers. They're they're wide. They're it's busted. Covered. Individually, they're some of the best defensive right. players in the country. Individually, right? Uh, Mike Lesno, that might be better. There you go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, what a lot of people assume is that when it comes to like, especially in the scrimmages on Saturday, that the defense always comes out hot, and so the litmus test will be the next couple of scrimmages they play on Saturday because the offense gets more plays and becomes less right. guessable. Uh, that's not the right word, but I don't care. No, right, right. Yeah, and so – Predictable? Yeah, predictable. Yeah. I prefer guessable. guessable. Yeah, I like, I like guessable. Guessable. So guessable. And so – and on top of that, now you got to worry about the offense. That's honestly the only question mark. Offensive line. This offense is the big nat, fat boys in the front. Yeah, yeah. and uh, – fat boys. I – I'm taking this is gonna be extreme hot take probably. Uh oh. I've been hot take city the past couple of weeks. I think the offensive line is going to be fine. All right. No. Oh, wow, hot take. Hot I, woo woo. That is, that is a hot take. Can, is it? Everybody like, I, everybody I don't know how you just, can just assume they're gonna be fine. LSU is fifth in offense last I season think, in the SEC. I, mean, I think that's a fact. that the offensive line with with Max Johnson as a mobile quarterback is going to make all the world a difference for this team. Sure. And I think that they're deeper than what people give them credit for. I think there's plenty of guys back behind them uh, that can, that they, they need to show it obviously. And you need to like have guys. I mean, if somebody goes down like a Cardell Thomas, let's just take him. Not even, he's not even probably even the too deep at this point. I think he is actually, you think so? Well, it, then that's a great example. Then mm-hmm. say uh, Ed Ingram goes down and you need Cardell Thomas to step up. This is a guy with a shit ton of talent. Yeah. Sure. Like that came out of high school with like all the accolades. Right. He just hasn't shown it on the field. At, He's still going to come in and at the very least toss dudes around. We yeah. have, we have, we're loaded with guys that are like four, four stars behind these guys right. that are starting. Yeah. So that's where I'm like, I don't understand why everybody's all up in arms about our offensive line. Right. We're still deep. Yeah, um, actually, you know, they, just haven't, they haven't played. I don't it's not a hot take to say they'll be fine. I was thinking that you were saying that they're They'll be, be good. good. Yeah, that would be a hot take. I think I think they could be good. Um But but to be middle of the SEC, I don't think which they're gonna be I would bad. Consider fine. I just don't think they're gonna be bad offensive line. Yeah, I don't either. I, I think that either. they're gonna they're gonna make it look like it's a good offensive line. Because like, I like I love the interior. Uh, you know, Deculus is fine, which is like all we're looking for here to be a fine offensive line. And then Cam Wire also I, fine. I think, I think at the end of the day, you don't have a you don't you're not gonna have a statue standing back there um that can't run. Sure. You're gonna have a guy that can run out of the pocket, whether it's Johnson or Nussmeyer, if he has to come in. Both right. of those guys can run and scramble out of the pocket or, um, and make plays out of the pocket. Or the walk-on guy. Nah, I forget that. If that happens, the it's guy all related, off the, the table. Guy yeah, but, no, but he Kevin can run. That's what I'm saying. Damian, Damian Falk or whatever. Is, yeah. he, is yeah. he related to Kevin? I'm pretty sure. He's from Karen Crow and a Falk. Yeah. Uh, oh. Just like Trev, Trev Fox. All, they're all, all those guys are from the same spot. Huh. Yeah. Mar- Marshall Falk. No, I, I know. He's Marshall from, Falk he's is from a New cousin of Kevin Falk, though. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I didn't know that. Um, so I, I think that the offensive line could be a, a good position for LSU. Um, maybe not the, maybe not the best, obviously, and it's probably still considered a weakness, but yeah, that's my hot take is Kevin Falk. 
I mean, Kevin Falk, listen to me. Uh, the offensive line mm-hmm. will be good. Yeah. We'll be okay. Sure. That is not a hot take. Uh, it's not a hot take? The offensive line is going to be fine. Like, it's going to be that? good. The offensive line will be like, okay. Hey, we're going to be average. Hot take. Offensive like, line will be um, the this is <laughs> the offensive line. What would be the hot take <laughs> here? How about offensive line? I will think be I think it's just no, top I fifteen in the country. People are just bitching top about 15? something. Yeah. How do you even? Are you take making his take for him now? How do you I'm, even? I'm rank trying that? to. I'm trying to find where the line is to make this a hot. <laughs> I don't take. even know how you rank. I'm that, just trying yeah. to help. I don't know either. Well, uh, the offensive line will be the best in the SEC. Okay, that's a hot That's take. a very hot take. Yeah, right, now you can have that one. <laughs> I'm not going to do that one. I'm not going to do that one. I'm not going to do that one. Um, I think we have one of yeah. our guys on. Uh, Mike is it. here, but we're not going to have him on yet. We'll, mm. we'll wait. Yeah, yeah. We'll wait no just touchy. a second. Um, and, uh, yeah, itchy fingers there. Sam, goodness gracious. Just give it a second. Uh, <laughs> hey, what are you doing? William, get out of the shot. Um, all right, so bossy. we do need a sponsor. We're going to go over a couple of sponsors right now. So oh, yeah. um, first of all, Bank of England Mortgage. You can't forget about those guys. Patrick Michelson at Bank of England Mortgage has been fantastic to us. Reach out to those guys about any kind of uh, first mortgage or refi options. Uh, great rates right now, so give Patrick a call. Also, <laughs> River Cities. Uh, <laughs> total maintenance river city's total maintenance at in the north shore area so uh <laughs> give lucas ragusa a call over at river city's total maintenance um north shore and new orleans area and then fred's yeah there you go it, thank you <laughs> fred's in Tigerland. i can't forget about fred's a staple in Tigerland. also we need a sponsor for fridge cam uh, a new a new fridge. Um, William, get something out of the fridge real quick. Okay. Shall um, we? Or who will leave the Fred's logo up for the, the yeah, first? Leave the Fred. Fred's can be the first fridge sponsor. All right. So we have uh, the fridge cam. We need to get a sponsor for the fridge cam. Not quite sure. We have stacked with beers right now and Trulies and uh, y'all are drinking Mai Tais like a fucking animals. Yeah. Right now. Not animals. More like 65 uh, year old men. Who wear Hawaiian well, shirts? They're my wife's. Well, they're my wife's my guys. So yeah. no, well, they're go very good. You're they're welcome. Very, maybe I should. Have. They're very alcoholic too. So, so we're gonna we're gonna work on a, a fridge fridge cam sponsor. So every time every, anybody goes into the fridge, uh, shout out fridge cam. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's where we're at. The Fred's um, fridge. All right. So how about that? Fred's we fridge? are joined, and we'll fridge. we'll add them both in. Uh, Sam, and you can put up another graphic. Right. Is uh, we're joined by. Uh, the pot of gold guys, and this is Mike and Brett from Pot of Gold. What's happening, guys? Can you hear us? All right. Yes, Hello, Fred. Oh, oh wow. loud and oh, clear. Oh my God, that Their voice is better golden. than us, man. Look at that well, setup, we know, guys. We know what we're doing. Jeez, these guys <laughs> have been around longer than us. How long Goodness have y'all been gracious. doing this? This is our redshirt senior year. Redshirt red senior you, year. COVID. I'll, I'll give you one. Yeah, we're gonna get an extra and an extra. We didn't do year. shit last year. Y'all know that. Yeah. Yes, y'all y'all quit. <laughs> y'all quit. No, you're a bunch of you. cowards. 
You're cowards. We, yeah, that's, that's us. Right. Big, big cowards. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you, one team, one podcast was the name, this, the, our like second choice of names. And the reason we really? didn't take it because it was because it was Ed's first year. And I looked to Mike and I'm like, dude, what happens if he gets fired in like six months? <laughs> sure, sure. And so it's that's like be literally rough. why we didn't take the take uh-huh. the one team, one podcast name. Because we're like, it might sound dumb in a year when Ed's gone and, and, so- and you know, everyone's out. Also, Cody Worsham was another one who's told us the same thing. He Co- almost took that. Yeah, and Cody also, Worsham and Carter Pow- Carter Bryant yeah. had a podcast for like two weeks called One Team, One Podcast. Yeah. And so then oh, the, we take the One Team, now? One Podcast. <laughs> yeah, everybody said that we stole the name from those guys. So, wow. yeah, here we go. Yeah. Yeah, it, it took a Hot lot takes. of digging to find that podcast, too. That's right. Uh, yeah, we, we found a, a pot of gold one from Notre Dame. Mike was pissed. I was serious. I told him to take it down immediately. <laughs> they didn't listen. <laughs> so you guys have taken a break for uh, how long was y'all's official break? Because um, I know we, y'all we did one every, every once in a while during right. the, I can't during call the last it. season. I can't call it. <laughs> <laughs> Little Kai from Dogtown there. I don't know. We uh what do we do? We did like one show every other week during the season. Okay. Um, you know, so that was pretty lackadaisical. And then after that, we just, I don't think we did anything in the off season. Like we usually yeah, do. Not much. I mean, the off season, you know how it is. You're just trying to come up with ideas and stuff. And it was just, I told Mike this, like, I didn't think fans and all that stuff really mattered to me until we didn't have them. And I just couldn't get up the energy. Like I'd watch the games, but it was just really hard for me to grind all these post game interviews and stuff. Not just because we're losing because shit I've, you know, I I worked for the team in 2008 or whatever, whenever we lost every single game and it was the most fun year of my life, but it just didn't have the same juice. I felt like I was watching all kinds of spring games across the country and it was Mm -hmm. just, you know, we didn't really know what COVID was was like at the time. And Mike and I weren't doing the podcast together as much. You know, I had a newborn child, so it was kind of like uh, we didn't really know. Got to keep Grant. It, Grant know. sold our studio. <laughs> Grant did sell the studio. Grant the intern, just, right? Yeah, yeah, he's trying to hop on in a little bit. Okay. I'm not sure yeah. if he's So when he comes room. on, we won't put him in. in the no, end. it's fine. Yeah, God, he'll no. be in the waiting room. Yeah, we don't <laughs> want the glass. We have interns over here. Yeah, on we the, got two uh, interns. They're, they're, yeah, I saw get, one peep in. Oh, yeah, multiple. Get out of the camera. Out of the camera. Dressed to impress for the day. He That's he right. That's well, well, his tie looks like shit. Tell him, show him your tie. Show him your tie. Show him your tie. I have to go all the way. He doesn't even know how to tie it right. It looks like that. You got to go clip on, bro. <laughs> I learned to tie a tie like six months ago, so, so don't be ashamed. Tra- he's Jude, the intern, is trying to make his trademark where he's going to have a tie on, and then when he just walks into tailgates, we're trying to get him popular enough to where he just walks into tailgates and everybody's like, Jude, the intern, yeah, and they just right. feed him drinks. Yeah, the so guy I really thought, thought, I thought yeah. you were going to go with the Jim Nance method and say like, you know, at the end of the tailgate, he gives the tie to the person who like went the hardest or something. Oh, that's, that's a great one. We I'm an ideas that. man. So put that one in your tick. After that, I can give you unlimited ties. We, we could spon- hanging up right there. We could sponsor that too. Just yeah, we could get a tie sponsor. Ooh, yeah, yeah, we, we can figure find it a tie out. sponsor. Yeah. Yeah, we're, all, we're all about marketing here. Yeah. Um, ideas. Okay, so I know, I'm not giving away anymore, Mike. Don't worry. <laughs> I already, I see the uh, what is it the the vitamin water there sponsorship you got vitamin water and obedias there are. Yeah, we oh, were bay coconut water last week. We've moved on. <laughs> Or buy whatever the fuck they're called. When you're when you guys are doing your podcast, are you guys drinking drinking 
like we are, like we're drinking pretty heavily. Uh, I think in the beginning we were, uh, I, I definitely was, Brett wasn't as much grant for sure. He's got a, t- a keg. So we, okay. he just rolled through that, but then it kind of turned into a kind of a joke. We would just like snap him off in the mics. Um, I've got a yeah, drink grant, right now. Grant you guys have me joke. tickled nervous. Did yeah, I really? <laughs> no. Yeah, well, uh, we have, we have, um, I have all the bourbon here. So we're yeah. bourbon guys. Well, these guys are drinking Mai Tais. So, um, but yeah, we, we, we have to get you over for the Durante Jones Bourbon Club for sure. I saw that. That's an awesome yeah. deal. That's really cool. We're going to have it at Hayride Scandal in Baton Rouge, a once a week show. We'll be doing that. And then I have Durante. We were, we were considering whether we were going to cold call Durante Jones right now. Uh, hundred uh, percent. So Let's go. I don't think he. I don't think he's going to answer. But no. But we can leave him a voicemail <laughs> if you want. Um, I was right, curious so, if you knew him. Yes, we oh, met him. Oh, okay. a few times. We've yeah. met him a, a few times. We've had drinks with Durante Jones, which is uh, which was really cool. Um, we've done a podcast with him before as well at Stabs. It was and, really really high production. I remember watching it. Oh yeah, oh, no, it was Jesus the worst Christ. production we had. We were at it. Stabs and the Wi-Fi was terrible. Honestly, we should delete the video off of YouTube. Yeah, it was really really bad. Um, Can't we do had it. Justin Vincent it and also has um, views, though, so. Justin Vincent and Durante Jones were both there. Um, great. It was a great show, but yeah, the audio and the Wi-Fi was awful. Are you but, flexing on these guys right now? No, yeah, no, we brought no, them was... in just so that we could brag at them. The whole time. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. What are you? Less miles. You well, we kind of, we kind of led in with, we had the name first. So that was, that was kind of a rough introduction. <laughs> it was a good anecdote, Mike. Right. <laughs> yeah, we've just been trying to catch up. No, but what I've been saying to everybody is that, like, all right, so everybody about our defense, you know, going from Bo Pelini to Durante Jones, I've literally had drinks with Durante Jones, and I can tell you it's going to be night and day difference with our defense from 20, uh, 2020 to 2021 just because of the way that he's just a cool cat, cool customer. He's going to be able to communicate better than, than Bo Pelini did. Uh, what are your thoughts – Right now, did you have drinks with Bo Pelini? I did not. Um, we did. He called me. Yeah, (laughs) he probably drinks. He probably drinks Bush Light. Yeah, (laughs) Natty Light, baby. Keystone. He just he drinks Natty Light and just yells at you all the time. Yeah, he's like, I miss my ex-wife. I bet he says something like that. Star, Carla, come back, please. Mute Jude, please. Can you mute Jude while we're having a serious conversation here? Goodness gracious. Um, <laughs> Great, so, you know yeah. You want me to go? Yeah. yeah go I, I, look, I, I mean, I feel like I was kind of out on Bo Pelini super early, and I kind of got everyone was talking about how big of a deal it was going to be. And I kind of got brainwashed into thinking, like, okay, okay, maybe I was like, you know, I was younger back then when Pelini was here. Maybe I'm remembering it wrong. So I kind of eased up. And then, of course, Pelini sucks. My God, I could have been just like right on this hill. But to answer your question about this year, I mean, LSU is as talented as anybody in the country, but I can't sit here and bang the table saying that they're going to be the best defense in the SEC. I mean, they have to go out and prove it. I can't wait to watch this defensive line. Like, I think this is a 2011-type dominant defensive line that we're going to have for the first time since then. I'm super stoked to watch it, but I just I can't sit here after watching what we watched last year and act like it's just going to be – overnight and i hope it is but i can't just sit here and tell you with a straight face the defense is going to give up seven points a game and we're going to get 20 picks you know it's just like i I, I, let me see it 
Well, what, I think. Uh, go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, no, I, I was going to say the Bo Pelini experiment. Um, just to kind of piggyback off of Brett, I loved Bo Pelini back in the day. I thought he was an intense coach, and I loved the defenses he ran. I think last year's situation was so unique um, that the experiment of Bo Pelini was just so ill-timed. You don't need a spectacular coach to be successful, I believe this, on our defense. I think we are loaded with talent everywhere. You need someone that understands how to communicate that to these kids yeah. and coach them up. It was it was simply a, a – they are not responding to your coaching, period. We've got the dudes everywhere. This is just not the time to have a guy like Bo Pelini trying to communicate – how these players are supposed to interpret this defense. And I think Durante Jones is a guy that can communicate that to them. It's a little more of a laid back, but yet I relate to you type of vibe. And I think that is everything to do with, with the youth of that staff, not just with Jones, but with yeah. Baker, um, you know, with, with everybody that he's hired, Carter, everybody there. I think it's all about the communication aspect of it. Um, and I think that alone uh, will improve this group. Yeah, and I, I think about um, we had Derry Beckwith on one time, and we keep going back to this a million. We've gone we're gone back to this probably like ten <laughs> times since we did this, but he talked about the uh, the transition from Dave Aranda to Bo Pelini, and how Dave Aranda was a calm, you know, quiet, quiet guy, but he commanded attention in a room. Uh, but could still relate to players and then going to a guy like Bo Pelini that was kind of in your face a little bit more, um, you know, not necessarily yelling at guys, but he would do that, obviously. Well, well, yeah, a little bit of yelling. Yeah. And I, you know, which we is were, fine, which is fine. We yeah, were huge Bo Pelini guys because of very much so 20, 2007 and mm -hmm. coming back into um, coming back into here, we were thinking, okay, we, aggressiveness, blitzing. We were thinking about, that kind of stuff instead of the communication aspect. And, um, well, and I think it sucks, you know, COVID, COVID, I'm sure they would have been better last week about the racial divide with mm -hmm. the team. And that mm -hmm. was the first time I'd heard anything about this, but of course we had heard, it's the first time I'd heard anything in the media about this, but I've, I mean, we've heard different, different things and different stories, but like, man, it was, it was eye opening to hear a question posed to like, Cade York about like the racial dynamic of the team last year and how there was a disconnect. What did y'all have any thoughts about that this week? Do you want to go? Do you want me to go, Mike? Oh, you can go ahead. Yeah, I figured you'd say that. Stay up. Look, <laughs> look, honestly, obviously, I think last year a lot of things happened with race and, and like that, but I, I really think that you get that in the locker room around the country anyway. every year. And yeah. the job, a good head coach's job is to be able to take a bunch of different guys from different race, ethnicity, whatever you want to call it, different walks of life, some rich kids, some poor kids, and get them to the one team, one heartbeat kind of bullshit that Ed pumps. I mean, that's kind yeah. of what you got to do. I mean, think about you can go down any roster on on in the SEC and anywhere. There's a ton of people who grew up with nothing, and there's some people who had boats and everything else. You know, I mean, the job of a head coach is to be able to take the 85 or 120 whatever, if you want to count walk-ons, and get them going Always. towards a common goal. You know, I mean, we're big walk-ons fans. Big walk-ons guys. Yes, yes. No, but I, I think I think what I mean by ill times is exactly what you're talking about. If you have a racial divide on your team uh, during a lot of a, a evolving culture situation uh, <laughs> preseason, 
I don't know if Bo Pelini is the best guy to relate to those yeah. guys and right, kind of yeah. like, you know, welcome them with open arms and be like, Hey guys, I don't really understand it, but I'm there for you. You know, I don't know how that feels to go Bring through what you guys. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Or like, Hey, let's meet up and have a barbecue and we'll talk about it. You know, and we can, well, and I, think, I, think Ed, right. I think Ed realized that and you can kind of see it when you look at the age of all these coaches that he brought in, he wanted to bring in guys. Sorry. I keep hitting my laptop. Samurai chopping. So it. fucking <laughs> intense. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> he, Ed brought in a bunch of younger guys that could relate to these 20, 22 year old kids on the team. And we'll yeah. see if it works out. I, I'm optimistic. But once again, it's like I can't sit here and tell you that Jake Peets is the best offensive play caller that God's ever seen. I hope so. I'll take I'll trust Joe Brady's word on it. And I, I think he's going to do a good job of getting guys the ball. But I don't know. I have well, no idea. It could look terrible. Well, and there, there's been a lot of uh, Ed Ogeron like um, homerism going on uh, within the within the like local medias and all that kind of stuff. Of, as far as how it's not Ed Ogeron's fault of what happened in 2020, um, but then when you you look at what happened in 2020, you you have to put so much fault in his lap, right? Of like. Yeah. There was a lot yeah. of things that happened in 2020 that, like, man, I, I, we felt like he just checked out for about a year, uh, like half the year, and kind of got it back together after maybe Missouri. Uh, but it was almost too late at that point, and he had to just kind of like figure it out. And it, thankfully, they did. They, they, they won a couple of games at the end. Ed, the Ed was so comfortable that he felt like he could take the year off, and like we'll figure it out later. I, I think he felt Maybe with the COVID situation with that. I mean, I, I thought like there was a lot of personal stuff with that, like the divorce. It definitely, had to do with that, there was a hundred percent. No, I, I'm not saying like he just decided. You know, he woke up. I hey, we won a championship. I'm taking the whole year off. You know, he didn't put his foot down and think that. I think a lot of factors played into it. This um, is Rich Cam happening in your face. This is it. This is the <laughs> yeah, third this intern. This, this, is, this is, is the Freds. This is uh, the. Let's see how many we have. Oh, oh my shit. god! <laughs> we we Here, caught that. That was a. Uh, that was a complete blow. Yeah. By right. I I, th I think what happened with Ed though is is he definitely got complacent for that year and just knew that he was fine. Um, so there is a lot of blame to be had there. Um, I, but I you know. Everyone had that same circumstance when it came to COVID. Um, yep. I, I think we can't use that as an excuse um, to go five and five. I mean, that's incredibly terrible. And I think that the culture, though, the spiral of like that toxic locker room is yeah. what you can blame on the coaches and in the leader of the coaches, which is at Orgeron. I believe it starts with him. You can't let a locker room get that toxic, period. No, I completely agree. I think what happened, honestly, and like you said, the personal stuff obviously plays into it. But I think after 2019, Ed thought that he had laid the culture and the groundwork for the culture and all. And then he was just going to sit back and watch the athletes go. And I think if LSU wouldn't have lost so many integral parts to that 2019 team and you had a little bit of experience coming back, I think it possibly could have worked out. But when you yeah. have so many inexperienced guys and then Miles Brennan going out so early, which not saying Miles, Miles Brennan would have been the guy to keep everybody together, but I, it's just a lot of bad things kept happening. No, I completely agree. I, I, I definitely think Ed has to take some blame on his shoulders. And you kind of mentioned the media stuff, and it kind of brought me back to thinking about 
how Ed Orgeron would sit there and have crawfish boils and cookouts and provide food for all the media members. Like, you know, we can make, everyone can make fun of uh, Ed Orgeron from the outside. He really does seem to have every basis covered. He knows that having the media in your back pocket is a massive, massive deal, especially at a program that's going to have the eyeballs like LSU, because he knows if he was a jerk and he, you know, was kind of like less and just bumbled around in press conferences and didn't really give you a straight answer there would probably be a lot more articles whether it's warranted or not. I don't think, you know, I, I think if you fire a head coach a year or two after a national championship, it's sure going to be hard to promise the other guy. You won't do it the next guy, but I I don't know, man. I I think this is definitely a huge year for LSU. And I, I think, you know, as, as they're kind of coming back with a lot of experience, it's still a lot of like unprovenness out there that's going to be on the field. And he's going to be trusting some, some young guys with, I don't know if his legacy is the right word, but his, his future in the next half decade. Yeah. And so what um, I, you brought up uh, miles Brennan and with him going down, obviously I, I, we were on the same camp with uh, Max Johnson was going to be the starter. Uh, whether Miles Brennan got hurt or not. I don't know what you guys thought about that, but I'm a Brennan truther, man. I I can't quit him. I've been on that bandwagon for five years. Jude, the intern is a big fan. I I agree. What what we had kind of been told with some of the people we know, I do agree that it was going to be Johnson. Like that's kind of, I was trying to get mentally prepared for that. I just, (laughs) man, I just, I just watched Brennan throw the ball and I I watched what he could do and fit it into windows. I'm just like, God, why can't this be the guy? I was a Max guy. I felt like Brennan – I feel like I've seen enough of Miles Brennan. There was nothing he was going to walk in and do differently that we haven't seen for years now. Even though I know it's limited, but the limited times he's been there, it is what it is. Yeah. Where I feel like with Max Johnson, he's your best chance to win. He moves the chains. He's safe. He's big. He's strong. He's a very aggressive runner. Um, and he was super young. I mean, he's a true freshman. He came in there. And not that he won those games, but he didn't right. lose them. Yeah, I, I like speech. Johnson. I'm not not hating on Johnson. I've just been We got to get ready for the train. nuts bus, if we're being honest here. Uh, dude. Yeah, right. well, <laughs> all right. Our, our, question, Howard, our question is. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> the Nuss Walker-Howard quarterback competition oh my in gosh. two years is going to be, great. be a big one. Yeah, um, it's going to be very exciting. It'll be something gonna, LSU's not used to seeing. It's going to be remember, a blast. Remember like 15 months ago when everyone was like, LSU's quarterback room's not going to have a problem for decades. I'm just like, guys, I think that's a little like, uh, I don't know. I wouldn't trust that so far. And now we're sitting here with like one and a half quarterbacks going into no, the year. No, for sure. sure. Um, I, I think the the TJ Finley leaving. And Sam, our producer, is a um, an Auburn homer, by the way. So – uh, what a, what a, th- my favorite part like how can you be excited as an Auburn fan as the, when Finley commits because you're sitting there thinking we beat this team like five thousand to four with yeah, Finley. Not. I mean like, the thing oh I was he God, was our best it. player last year. He was our best player best in that, player that game. game. Yeah. Oh yeah, half. absolutely. He was the big. He's the MVP for Auburn. Yeah. So I mean, just bring that kind of mentality to like just win down to the plane. Which hopefully he doesn't play. Bo Nix is going to be better than him. And then hopefully, yeah. hopefully, I fucking hope so. And then, <laughs> and then, uh, can't get the, much worse. Davis is gonna take it, is gonna jump Finley too. 
I don't want Finley, I, really. I mean, he's just big and there, and we need him. You just like yeah. it for this situation. Like, that's why you like Finley there. Well, Sam, I just the second him, he's it, he's supposed to be the starter, you're going to start comparing him to Cam Newton. Just like, just admit No, oh, God, no. He's Lord. not the light Cam. No, he's Jamarcus, of course. No, he's yeah, Jamarcus. he's more Jamarcus. Yes. You're gonna the kid it. looks incredible in seven on seven. There's no question yeah. about that. Ben's I mean, he's great. got a cannon. Yeah, exactly. Looks really good letting it. I, I, you know, that game, spirals. I, I hate going back to 2020. I, we do this every fucking podcast. We go back to 2020. We <laughs> yeah, analyze we the game. Yeah, we talking about 2020. I know. And here we go. We're going to go time. back to Auburn. Oh, God. We go into that game plan, and it's like, okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to do short slants with uh, TJ Finley. Let him throw it uh, 120 miles an hour at Terrace Marshall. Matt. I know. Here we go. Why, why right, are you getting right, so right. mad? Here we go. I know. I got Relax. upset. My blood pressure went up. Let's stop this. Um, all right. So let's talk about this. Oh, oh, no, no, no. Now go I got the camera. Uh, this LSU, like, being a QBU, like, nah. Y'all yeah. have one no. quarterback. I Wait, agree. Who says we're QBU? No, I agree. I, no, this is – we. Are, you're projecting these guys to be so good. Nussmeyer, Walker Howard, like, even well, – I mean, Well, like, I think the entire like, country is projecting Walker Howard. He's the number one quarterback in the number nation. Number one of the quarterback, yeah. But, I, I mean, going, what kind of – you got to be kind of a big time <laughs> – I am, but – Oh, well, now you're I feeling mean, attacked. I am feeling attacked. <laughs> you can't one thing, take the heat. Jesus. You know? I can take – like, you got to kind of we feel were like just an talking. asshole if you're sitting here saying, like, oh, we got – Nussmeyer's going to suck. Oh, Walker Howard, probably not going to be good. Like, you know, you got to get excited about these guys you want you look yeah, at I the agree. ceiling you don't you know i mean how fun would it be to do a podcast be like Same we got grant nussman so, well, here's a question is um all right walker howard comes on campus does max johnson is Transfer. he the well is he no <laughs> is he the starter um through his senior year I mean, I think That's it was kind tough. of proven. I think yeah. it was kind of proven with Miles Brennan that you got to go earn it because right. we weren't just going to hand Miles Brennan the starting job from what everyone has said. And, you know, the rumor mill had been running around. So, I mean, you got to think the guy who comes in and competes and plays the best is going to get his opportunity. If that's mm -hmm. Max Johnson, great. I'm kind of in that camp that, like, I don't care. And especially with recruiting now and the way these guys are transferring, it's, like, really yeah. hard to just get behind a kid. To get behind, That was weird. It's really hard to, like, really <laughs> feel good about a guy me. and think, get like, oh, in three – <laughs> Well, not hand up, <laughs> um, but you know, it's just kind of hard to get super excited. I mean, you know, for a few years now, Mike and I would do the recruiting thing. It's like, Oh my God, Eric Gilbert's going to be awesome. And then the defensive yeah. end safety guy, Marcel Brooks. Oh, I can't wait oh. to watch Marcel Brooks in four years. He's going to be so sick. And he then they're just been. gone. So it's just really hard for me to like really think that far into the future because sure. you're going to get a bunch of transfers in and out. And it's just like getting to the point where, I just want to cheer for the purple and gold. It's harder. Right. Maybe it's right. just getting a little bit older and, you know, you're not necessarily as close to the same age as these dudes and watching them in high school and everything. And it's, just, I don't know. I, I don't really know what it is. I think it's the transfer thing mostly. Sure. I, I would love to see, I, I, I want to see Max Johnson develop. I think he's got a bright future. I don't think anybody on our roster quarterback wise, and we have two right now, but whenever we were talking with Brendan a few weeks ago, being on the roster, I don't think any of them are elite. So I, I'm not sitting here beating my chest thinking we're going to be a great quarterback team right. um, until we see it. I mean, they have to develop, but I think we do have players now in that quarterback room um, that can develop into being great quarterbacks where before yeah. you get them in and you think, man, th these guys are just putrid from the beginning. But so, with these guys, you see hope. Yeah. And what 
my my uh, hope is a great word. My hope is that it is more of a 2018 Joe Burrow to 2019 Joe Burrow. Oh yeah, uh, where you saw a night. <laughs> I think we all a difference. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, bet. I bet you did. And I don't yeah. think How it's sick with that be. I would say hope <laughs> And I don't. Word. I don't think it's going to be at that extent. Obviously, yeah. Fuck it. Give him the Heisman. <laughs> but you're. I, I know what you're saying. You no, are I going from Minsminger to a Joe Brady offense. Um, right. I know Joe Pete, yeah. Jake Pete's may not be exactly like Joe Brady, but it's going to be a little bit different. And I, I think we were all hoping that 2020, we weren't going to regress that offense from 2019, but we obviously did. Um, well, Insminger was calling all the plays. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Yeah, no, he was the. <laughs> it was Insminger's offense. Oh, you know, it wasn't Joe Brady, bro. I know. <laughs> it was Insminger. We were we were very. That was us. You're literally mocking a year ago. You and me. We were right? like, that's <laughs> stupid. You don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. And then we were Bef- slapped in the face. <laughs> Man. Before before we get off that. of the quarterback stuff. Yeah. Nussmeyer is Nussmeyer's dad or is that his uncle who's like the quarterbacks coach at Dallas? Doug Nussmeyer. That's his dad. That's what I thought. He played in did you played, watch yeah. did you watch hard, hard knocks. knocks last night yes. dude had the whole fucking can in his mouth like the biggest <laughs> dip you could yeah, fucking actually, imagine and he just absolute is, football like he, guy yeah well exactly. actually speaking of hard knocks did y'all see the did y'all watch the end credits thing no with dak talking to his offensive line oh about beating talking, lsu yeah about lsu uh oh, i didn't see that, that part because they were talking about oh you went to uh mississippi state because uh instead of lsu and he said yeah i beat lsu one time he said like the guy said Oh, like one out of six times or something like that. That yeah. was the actual first first uh, building block to fall in the Les Miles era. Exactly. Uh, sure was. Sure was. Yeah, um, was. yeah, that was a brutal game. <laughs> all right, let's, yeah. let's get off of this. We've been talking about Les Miles 2020. We're this, good at going off on tangents. I know. We are too. We are too. All right, all right it's 2021. It's very hopeful. Cornerbacks, best cornerback room. I mean, honestly, the best, best two starting corners. Yeah, corner, it's filthy. Corners. Yes. Well, yeah, the whole group is filthy. Year, it? is, can Defense somebody coach him up? Defensive right. line. Y'all mentioned the defensive line that Mason Smith. I'm excited about them. So, yeah, so have, have y'all gone over like, predictions for the year or anything like that yet? Because we, we did a college football preview, and probably either this weekend or early next week, we'll dive into LSU with the LSU schedule and all that and kind of okay. go from there. So you haven't done that yet. We're – we're at um, I'm ten and two, but I'm getting close to eleven and one. Yeah, I'm staying at ten. Mm, and two. It's that time of year. <laughs> yeah, it is that time of year. You know, this <laughs> you happens see a every year. Practice the, videos. You're like that I guy looks yeah. jacked as fuck. Good well, ones like, tearing I'm it like up. Ten and, ten and two, but I don't know where our second loss is going to go come from. Uh, that's where I'm at right now. There's a few options there. I, I, I think we have. I think, I think you throw you throw Alabama out of the conversation, and I look at that and I say LSU is as talented or more talented than every other team on in the country. Yes, or at least on their schedule. Do I think we're going to beat Alabama? Probably not. Do I think we could <laughs> lose to A and M? Yeah, I think we could. You know, it's like nine and three and eleven and one are kind of just like right there next to each other. It's like yeah. I could definitely see that. Like I said, man, this team really hadn't proven anything. I know a lot of people have been making snarky comments and kind of been upset about the LSU preseason ranking. And I'm sitting there like, yeah, do I think LSU is better than the 16th ranked or 14th, whatever they are, team? Absolutely. Do I think they deserve to be ranked number nine after what we saw last year? No. No, Hell absolutely no. not. You right. know, we live in it. We know all these Mason Smith guys who are, hadn't really played much. And double we, A. We, yeah, the double A. 
we can project them out and get excited about it, but there's no reason for these beat writers in Arkansas and all you know around the country to be like, oh no, no, LSU is going to be good. Or, or, or how about the uh, top ten coaches in the country list, and Ed Ogeron isn't on there, and you're like, it's fine. oh, Keep the disrespect for Ed Ogeron wasn't less on there. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think less was like 15. that was a, that was a different top ten list. Uh, Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no. So uh, I, I think this year is going to be kind of wild, though. There's going to be super, like the super seniors. I mean, you, you're not gonna, you're gonna have a team that's been with each other longer than any other team has before. Um, as far as this group working together in the off season for the first time in a while, uh, like we said, the super seniors. I think there's going to be a lot of changes than last year. It's not going to be like last season where it truly is. A, a massive disparity in talent. Like, okay, Alabama's the most talented team. All right, they're going to run away with it. I yeah. think there's the factors of the fans, momentum, the team yeah. camaraderie. Like, all that is going to come into play this year. With that being said, you have no idea, uh, you know, what Auburn's going to do this year. You have no idea what the hell Florida's going to do with Mullen and Emory Jones. Um, I think that's his name. Is Emory Jones, right? Yeah, yeah. Jones. yeah. And then you've got Ole Miss. What the hell is Ole Kiffin about to do? Is he going to shock the world? Yeah. You never know. I mean, we could absolutely slip up to any of those teams, including A&M. Um, so I, it's if hard I for me to sit you, here and say 11-1. and one. If I told you Ole Miss was going to finish second in the West, would you call me crazy? No. See, I'm no. the opposite. I'm thinking I they would. might they might finish six. I was going to say, and then I but could also could. say finish, finish yeah, six. Would you call me crazy? Yeah, yeah I think it's going to be a wild year. You don't know. You don't know what Every to expect week in this the season. West, you got to show up. Yeah, and I, the only thing I can think of for LSU is that okay, last year was one of our worst. It, we it was the worst defensive year that I that we've ever had. Anyway, um, yeah, yes. So if Ole Miss couldn't beat us last year. How are they going to beat us this year? Kind of how I feel about Texas A&M, even though I know A&M won that game. But, I mean, same thing. Yeah, same thing. They they scored 13. Count your chest about that. 13 offensive points against us. So, I mean, our offense, uh, to me, is going to be night and day different. It's going to be here as well. Like, I think that has something to play with A&M. I just don't see A&M beating us. I don't think they have the offensive firepower to beat us. Uh, they didn't. It's an interesting game because on. it's an interesting game because you don't know what's on the line for what team. That's you know, true. it's like LSU could have two or three losses by then and not care as much. Or you know, it's like, are yeah. you playing for an SEC championship game? It's, it's true. I kind of like having that game there. I think it makes it. If that game was in the middle of the season, I wouldn't really give a shit about A and M. But since yeah. it's that last game, it's like you know we're gonna put a stamp on the season and you know punch a guy. I'd, in the I'd love to see us. I'd love to see us pull that one out. As I will be there again. Um, I went the last time we were there with the seven overtimes. It was probably one of the worst experiences of my life, <laughs> and <laughs> it was that was awful. I my my wife's family are big Aggies, and we kind of oh. we go back and forth. They come in for the games. I, we travel over there. And uh, that experience, um, I left, like after we were done, we were in a sea, I called it a sea of happiness underneath this like tunnel and they were stopping traffic. So literally it was thousands of people trapped under this tunnel. There was a fiddler in the middle of it, just like going to town. I remember the fiddler, dude. The fiddler. It was amazing. And yeah, I was in that same tunnel. Yeah. And I was, I almost cried. I was so upset. (laughs) Just, just the, the sheer misery of it. I walked to the car. No one could find me. I didn't take the shuttle back. It was a wild time. I'm hoping that this season is a little different for me uh, and for my family's sake. 
how many how many nightmares have you had about that fiddler? You talked about him very uh, dramatic. Quite a few so. times, man. It, I mean, he was like it was like Eddie Vedder. He almost like he wanted to crowd surf. It was wild, and everybody was supporting it. Um, <laughs> I felt alone. I felt like I was the only one, and he was just in a just. It was amazing for him. Wait, it was, it was awesome for him, but your uh, nightmares a few fan. times. What's your that? Wife is an AM fan? No, no, absolutely not. Okay, she's with me. <laughs> Thank God, Jesus Christ. Okay, so any positions that you're thinking about as because uh, we when y'all came on, we were actually talking about a position uh, that could be a weakness for the team. Anything that your thoughts are that we need to shore up, other than the obvious? Yes, but other no, than no, the you can, you can go ob- obvious. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, think... I think we need to talk about that. Yeah, absolutely. I think the O-line absolutely needs to be talked about. What I talked with Mike about last time we got together is like, we're too talented at running back to just suck at the position. So, I mean, I don't know, you know, I'm sure you guys are around our age. I can't remember the last time we had like a bad running game. You can go back to Charles Scott, Ridley, I mean, LeBrandon Tofield, like forever LSU's had a guy that could run the ball. And I get that when you kind of go to this different offense, something's got to give, but sure. It's bad. Like, it's just non-existent. And I think a lot of that does have to do with the O-line. Mike's the uh, the O-line guy, so I can let him take that. But it's like LSU's too talented at running back to just not be able to move the ball at all. Like, no one's afraid of running. Max Johnson's the bigger running threat as of, you know, last year than it was to hand off to Emory or Price. And I think they're super talented. I think they could easily – dude, the card tricks over here? They're all – What's going on? It's like a party over there. I don't know what's happening. Let's see. Hard they're having a good time. Pulling out. Yeah, we're uh, we're smoking too. So you're gonna get a cigar oh. going? <laughs> no, Bocock. not inside. Shout not out, inside. Shout out to Bocock. Yeah, it's Bocock Cigars. That's okay. a big sponsor of ours. So yeah, <laughs> shout out to those guys. I am looking for a. Uh, it's gonna be a Christmas present. Be a air purifier <laughs> here. We we were googling it yesterday. So that we can saying. smoke in here. So I can smoke cigars in here. Yeah. Oh hell yeah! Uh, Excellent. So, Anyway. Excellent. Uh, ahead, no, 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 I want to piggyback. Well, I will. Yeah, I'll go to the O line in a second. I, I think, <laughs> I think, I think that the running backs, though, like Brett alluded to, they're they're talented. You know, yeah. I mean, you got John Emery, who we begged for, and you know, it was it was one of those big booms, as people like to say, whenever yeah. we we finally sealed up Emery. Um, TDP is incredible. I think he's a guy that you know coming through. We wanted to see him emerge as Jeremy Hill Part Two, yeah. and you know, with the field on the field, not off the field. But I, I think that <laughs> they just don't they don't have a ton of dog in them. You know, I, I think that is what's missing. And that's missing from a few spots. You just don't see that that just desire. I don't know. I, I can't explain it. Uh, people kind of refer to it as the it factor with quarterbacks. But then when you look at running backs, I, I kind of alluded to a dog situation. They got to have that fight. They're incredibly talented. Um, nagging injuries, um, just kind of not having a great field of vision and the time of high pressure situations, yeah. just some of those things that I feel like they can get over. It's just, well, when is it going to get to that point where they're enough's enough and it's time to just turn it on? Cause they, yeah, they, I mean, they have it. Obviously Clyde made a bunch of plays and made more guys miss than probably anyone in the history of LSU, but sure Joe not. Brady and Ensminger did a great job of putting him in positions to make Ensminger plays. Was 
Yeah. You know, whether that's screen passes or just getting him the ball. And last year I didn't I didn't feel it. It was like, hey, we have one running play. We can run it left or right, but we kind of only have one. And it just never freaking worked. And it was like no one was afraid of the run game, which made the passing game even more difficult. And you know, it just spirals from there when you start up front. Yeah. So like I don't I don't want to talk too much about 2020. I'm, oh, God. We, oh, here we go. We weren't doing this. Oh, God. And, but You're strictly an 80s Billy like Joel cover year. band. <laughs> 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 80s Billy Joel sucks. Um, <laughs> a big thing last Fiddler. year was supposed to be <laughs> Fiddler, sure. uh, was supposed to be that the running backs were going to catch a bunch of balls out of the backfield, and that's not something that happened at all. So mm-hmm. that's something that I'm – I mean, I haven't heard them talk but- about that that much is thrown to the running backs with Jake Peets and all. Well, that. I have, I've seen, I've seen them. Uh, they actually just had a, a quote uh, this week about because Pete's Pete's was the running back coach for Christian McCaffrey when he came in the league. Sure. So yeah, they were talking job. about a uh, potential um, having John Emery, John Emery I being in that, that kind of role. And that's what Jake Pete's had actually talked to John Emery about. But my <laughs> my thoughts on uh, all right. So John, now here's the here's the offer. Sam checking in. Guys. John Emery and, and McCaffrey, just same guy. Yeah. Same yeah. Guy. Right. Yeah. yeah. No. So you're hey, your mom that, was right? your mom right? McCaffrey's yeah. white. Hey, hey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay, yeah. All right. It's all the coach. All the so coach. 2020. Another thought was <laughs> Chris Curry coming in did not add any explosiveness at all to that running game, and. This shows like, you how bad Oklahoma really was on defense, honestly. No kidding, right? Or how good was Joe Brady to put yeah. uh, Chris Curry in that in the right spots? But um, it also shows you it shows you that Chris Curry had something that the other guys didn't, and he just wanted it more. He had that it factor. Not that all right. Let me take that back. Curry did not have the it factor, but Curry Curry wanted it hard enough that he was going to have that dog in him to hit that hole harder than John Emery was going to do it, you know, or he was going to study his assignments longer um, than anybody else. So when he goes in the game, he wasn't getting thrown right back out. Right. Right, Sure. That's why he got the 18. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. What what I'm loving this year. It's worked so well for us lately. Right. Maybe just drop the whole I like having the younger guys behind like TDP and Emory, you have Armani Goodwin, oh, yeah. and you have Corey Connor that are going to push them up rather than having those guys being behind Chris Curry this year. I think yeah. it's going to make a lot of difference. And I think those guys, Goodwin and Corey Kiner fit better in this offense than TDP or Emory do uh, going forward. I think in that wide open uh, four to five wide offense, spread out i like these guys in space a little bit better than the other guys it, it reminds me more of clyde Edwards. clyde clyde's the model you know yeah, and yeah, I, right. I, I feel like Which that's the blueprint guessed? yeah exactly oh, right. and that just shows yeah. you i mean what coaching can do whenever you can whenever you can put a fence around this state and you get these players in here and you actually coach them up the sky's the limit you don't need to recruit anywhere else and you could see that with a guy like clyde edwards hilaire if Clyde was in any other offense that we have had at LSU in the past 10 years, you never would have heard of him again. Right. And, and the fact Justin that he Jefferson. is 
Right. I mean, like all those guys, you know, they, they come here and they were developed. They were put in the right positions and they became one of, if not the best teams in the history of the sport. Right. Um, and, you know, I know the Auburn guy is probably shaking his head, but it's true. And I, I believe that you've got Kiner and Goodwin who are really good running backs in that mold. <laughs> Uh, yeah, look, right, man, what what oh you want to go go ahead uh, I, I guess i'll go I'll, I'll go uh i think you'll you'll y'all will be really surprised with good one actually i'm uh i'm really excited he was committed to auburn uh and then decommitted when we fired gus which is understandable you know and respect him for it And like you said that a guy like that they putting don't. him in space and spreading him out he's good and he he loves to hit he he delivers impact of course that was high school yeah. it's a little, a little bit Whoa. different but he's fast yeah and there no, you he is about that. fast scat back Roll chunky thighs, chunky yeah. thighs, big old legs. But to say that, no, Corey, Corey sweet Kiner. dreads, Corey yeah. Kiner. I know you yeah. guys may be a little bit of. Uh, I'm a historian for LSU football because I'm older. Can I guess <laughs> what you're gonna say? What he's from Cincinnati, which is where Spencer Ware was from. No, that's not what I was gonna say. No, he's number Shut 21. Up, he's about to say Dalton Hilliard. Yeah, I'm, he's Dalton Hilliard clone. Yeah, Corey nice. Kiner is a Dalton Hilliard clone. He is short, stocky, right. big the, legs, just like Dalton Hilliard. Word. They're gonna bounce off of him. Um, but he's just a freshman. Obviously. Clone is so one of my for for as long as I can remember. As, since I've been watching LSU football for over two decades, it has never ever been due to a lack of skill position players. No, Les yeah. Miles did a You're terrible right. job of utilizing him. Joe Brady came in and he didn't reinvent the wheel. All he did was figure out how to put put find the matchup and just take advantage of it and say, you can, you can stop one thing. You can't stop them all. And that's what I'm hoping and excited about with Pete's coming in a young guy with, I mean, that interview, that pre whatever pre introduction, whatever the hell they call it interview. I mean, God, I wanted to go run some routes for that guy after that. Like he's, (laughs) if he's just an average play caller, he'll be a head coach in two, a year or two. I mean, I don't expect to have him around long, but Getting guys the ball, you know, Clyde Edwards Hilaire was not really anybody that we thought about. You know, Mike and I kept arguing about if Emory was going to jump up and take the spot from him. You know, it's not like it, it, no one in the world wanted Jefferson, and Jefferson was as good as Jamar Chase and Terrace Marshall. You know, it's just like LSU has the dudes at skill position. We've been getting a little beat up at the line of scrimmage, honestly. Yeah. And I, I keep thinking about when you mentioned Jefferson, I keep thinking of a 2018 going into 2019. I mean, I mean, people were high on us, of course, but they weren't like thinking that we were going to be the best team in the ever. Uh, nobody really knew too much about Jamar Chase. Uh, J- Justin Jefferson was a serviceable uh, wide receiver. Nobody knew anything about Clyde edwards elair Joe Burrow was solid. He wasn't great. Uh, offensive line was okay. Uh, defense was just okay. Like it, the twenty nineteen like changed everything to where mm-hmm. now my perspective will never be the same. Like, oh, yeah. I'm now, I'm yeah. now, I'm now thinking about, okay, last year was what it was, but we've gotten back to the spots. Like we've, I think we figured out hires and I think that has a lot to do with this. We have the talent, like you just said, um, if we have the right scheme in place with a quarterback that can move the ball, why can't we get back to the spot? And I'm not saying the best team ever, but like 10 and 2, 11 and 1 shouldn't be out of the realm by any means. You know, during 2019, it just never felt fluky at all. It wasn't like we had to gadget play people. It wasn't like right. it was like, oh, we got that lucky interception. It or, oh, 
it was just it was just we went out there and beat people's ass because we we had yep. better talent and we had better execution and we didn't and make many mistakes. It's I remember, like, I yeah, remember, I agree. Uh, Why can't we come back to that? I remember interviewing uh, Chris Blair about that season, and he was like, even the um, the Clemson game where he was, he, you know, we were down, and he was like, oh, we're good. You know, we yeah, he, even okay. in the yeah. press box, he was like, "Oh yeah, we're good. Uh, we're we're just got to figure out this mat- matchup, but they can't guard us. Eventually, they're gonna they're gonna I go think about that game. game. We're gonna go this way." Yeah, I think about that game all the time in the sense of like, what happens if LSU gets the ball to start that game and we didn't start on like the quarter yard line two or three times sure, in a row? Right. Oh, oh, yeah. or, what if Clemson game. just scored in that first first possession instead of you yeah. know we thought it was a great thing and they pinned us deep? It's like. It could have gotten ugly because those two teams weren't on the same level. No, they weren't. Also, a big shout out for the Dalton Hilliard shout out. Uh, Grant, the intern, he's just shot me a text. He's a big. Uh, he's hometown is Patterson, so he's a big. Oh, Hilliard perfect! Guy. Yes, nice. we can talk. Yeah, Hilliard's heard about it too many times. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm a I'm an '80s guy. So uh, yeah, I'm the old I'm the old dude. In the, yeah, uh, he in thinks the Tommy Hodson's a top five LSU player all time. Uh, Tommy Hodson for Heisman is the poster that I had on my wall <laughs> when I was growing up. But um, all right, so we <laughs> we've talked about why receivers in this podcast. Um, what what are your guys' thoughts on the wide receiver core? Because to me, it is like loaded, like I've never seen it. But what? you just have it. You just don't have guys that you. Well, this, yeah, the second part, the second part, you nailed it. Is we haven't seen it, and exactly. and I think that's I think no, that's what we're waiting seen. on is is Boutte. I, I think he's a guy that could emerge, and uh, you know we saw glimpses of it last season. He wasn't an all around star, but he definitely is capable. Can we depend on Keishon Boutte to be the guy the whole season? We need somebody else as well, though, to step up. Who's number Correct. two? And I think you have a plethora. Of, of amazing talent. You plethora. have a lot of guys. A, a plethora. Great. <laughs> so uh, Chris Hilton, I think, is a guy that – listen, before I list off all the freshmen, you know, I, I think that crew is so underrated with this recruiting class. Like as a whole, top to bottom, the wide receivers, and then you throw in Besh in there, that's disgusting. I mean, like that. Th- these guys, it's filthily, filthy – uh, rich in talent. I think Besh is going to come on the scene immediately. Him and Cole Taylor, That's you know, one A, one B. Those right. guys, the tight ends are going to have so much play. Um, I think that game in itself with those two players are going to really um, make Max Johnson step up and get comfortable early, and they're going to make plays that some of the others can't do yet. I think on the wide receiver side, it's going to be. Um, more of a development deal. I think you're going to see these guys progress over time. Um, but when they're hitting their stride, you're going to have guys all at the same age group really killing it. You know, Brian Thomas, high yeah. point in the ball above everybody. And, you know, you've got uh, Hilton, who is just a smooth runner. Neighbors all of a sudden is turning it on. I mean, I'm sure I'm leaving oh, out no, a ton yeah. of them. But then Dion, Coy. I mean, that's the point of this conversation is every time that we talk about wide receivers, we leave a guy out. We leave oh, yep. several guys out. Dre Jenkins, Palmer. Yeah. Palmer Dre is Jenkins. the one we always forget. For real. Is the guy that we always leave we out. We always Coy forget Moore. about Coy Moore. And, he's, and I'm like, is he's Coy prob- Moore about to get cut? 
Quinn, we, went we, birthday birthday party. we went to his birthday party. No big deal. Okay. Who was no? no who was the guy? Who was the uh, the other guy at the birthday party that almost beat us up? Van the, Pran. Cedric Van, Van Pran, the center that went to Georgia. We started oh. live. We started live tweeting right behind him that he where you know what he was doing, and he found it on Twitter, and he was oh, looking shit. around. So we start looking around. You know, we're like, who said that? Who hit that? Yeah, yeah, and he went up. He yeah. went up. No, it was uh, Koi Moore. It was his birthday. It, uh, yeah, it he, really he was his birthday. The, on the news. With Garland Gilland, who's wildcat. Wow. But we were. Uh, Garland was not a fan of me. Oh. No. What did you say to him? He was like freaking out because Koi Moore wasn't there. And I was like, Garland, I'm like, give us the mic. We got 10 minutes in us. And he looked at me in the most disgusted <laughs> face you've ever seen in your life. He goes, I think we'll be okay, pal, or something like that. And then just walked yeah. off. It was rough. You're like, you think this is a joke? Shot. Shoot or shoot, bro. When someone calls you pal and you're not pals. Oh, oh I hit him back with a buddy. I was like, we'll be yeah. right here, buddy. You should have used cheap. You should have used cheap. Yeah. Cheap is my thing. No, like, I'll uh, literally be here all night. I think you night. nailed it with buddy, actually. That's I like my, buddy. That's my yeah, go-to. buddy's good. Hey, I, yeah. listen up, prime minister. You don't want to mess with me. Yeah, that's okay. what you're that's Prime minister. Calm huh? down. Mm. Yeah, turn Jude's mic off. Freaking Syrians, all right, man. So, all right. Wide receiver. We're going back to that. I... I feel like we're so deep there. Yeah, I agree. Uh, they John, all can't suck. Like, they literally I mean, all can't suck. That's what I say, like, every year. When we don't know what we have at wide receiver, I'm always like, okay, but there's, like, 10 guys that are really talented. Yeah. And it's never the guy you think. At least yeah. one of them is going to step up and be really good, and that's all we need. No, I just I, – I literally just don't worry about skill position. It's right. like I, I, we're, we're going to have the skill guys. I just worry about us getting bullied on the line because when we can't block or when we get zero pressure on the quarterback, that's when we lose. It's not because our wide receivers don't catch the ball. Yeah, sure. it, it, I mean, maybe – Running back out of the backfield can alleviate some of the pressure. Uh, LSU um, did lead the SEC in drops last year. I think they, were, they might have been second uh, to Mississippi State. That's gonna well, be that's because mm. Finley was fucking throwing to him. <laughs> yeah, that and Ensminger was asleep during pass. Uh, pass. Well, uh, drill. I mean, you know, look, I don't, I don't want to talk about the Eric Gilbert saga for too long, but it's like, oh, let's do it. Yeah, I look at that guy, and it's like. You know, he thought he was gonna sign with LSU, come play for Joe Brady, do all this stuff, and instead we were like, "Hey, go run a stick route forty times this game, and we'll pepper <laughs> you a couple times." It's like I didn't, I can't blame that dude for being like, oh, "This isn't really what I signed up for," you know? No, yeah. It's like there was no creativity, and it's not like the Brady offense was super creative, but it was no. just like matchup based, and it was like, "Hey, whatever you try to take away, we're fine with it. We're just we're not gonna force it. We're gonna go to the other guy." It's just like you know, you can. Look at the the Clemson game where Clemson thought that they could man up Jamar Chase and look right. where that landed them. And then you could go back the game before that where Oklahoma's defense was beyond bad, but it was like they were like, "Hey, we got to stop these guys on the outside. Let, let's not worry about the slot guy." And Jefferson put five on them in a quarter or whatever. Right, right. Being, you know, hey. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't like it was something special. It was just like, "Hey, whatever you try to stop, we're just we got enough guys. We're we're which, good." Which that's what I, I hope think, to see. I think with the Jack Besh, what you mentioned were there is matchup problem. Oh, big time. Hmm. Uh, and we've talked to him before, where he said. Um, when you match trying to match him up with a linebacker or a safety, he said it's just too easy. Yeah. Uh, and when oh, I he told us that, I was like, oh my God, this is going to be great. 
No, you can just see him in his clips, man. Like it, he's just he's different. He's so quick. He's fluid. He's like a gazelle. He's very fluid for his size, especially as a high school kid. Like you just yep. don't see that a ton. Which he he's probably like six two two thirty at this point. Um, Same man. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So I that's our guy. Um, I think he's going to have a huge year. Um, for a freshman, that is. You just need the up. opportunities, man. If you know, if we run that same offense, which I know we won't, as last year, he probably wouldn't do that much. No, but, but I, know, think, I, think, I think I think Pete's is coming in to develop that. Exactly. I think Pete's knows exactly yeah. what he has, and also Pete's is in that position where he's got to prove himself. He's not coming in to retire. Yeah. You right. know, Jake Pete's is here to utilize this talent and move on. You know, and this I cat's not under- sitting here forever. I also think they understand why they were brought in. Like Pete's and Mangus understand why. They were brought in. They were brought in to run J- uh, Joe Brady's offense. There's no, there's no confusion now. Offense, yeah, and I, I think Ed Ogeron <laughs> understands more than ever that this is this was the formula, right? Like we deviated from the formula with the hires, and that did not work. We need to go back to those formulas, which are a guy like Aranda and a guy like Brady. Well, um, and, you know, we can kind of compare this to 2007 because 2007, uh, Les was hands off the offense. They threw right. it all over. 2008 comes in just like last year was for LSU. Everyone was in disarray. Throws, right. The offense didn't get re- reeled in at all for the young quarterback, and Les said, shut it down. Yeah, Shut it Absolutely. the fuck down. I'm never getting embarrassed like this again. We'll try to win with defense, and we'll run the ball. And instead, we have the same thing playing out in front of us a decade later. And yep. Ed's saying we have to get back. We, you know, we, it's like freaking lost. We have to go back, Jack. We have to get back to that because <laughs> like, we, you can't <laughs> shut it down. You can't what shut a, it down at this point. That was we can't just pass that up. That was a great lost analogy. My brain nice. works different than everyone. All right, <laughs> it's, it's just a beautiful mind up here. I couldn't tell you the last time I thought about lost. <laughs> A lot of pots ago. Please no spoilers. <laughs> um, Grant's just right. texting us all the punchlines on the side. <laughs> yeah, yeah, is he? Okay. Show Pretty much me. what happens every day. <laughs> Man, we need to get Grant and Jude and William all together. That was uh, something we have a Behind the Glass uh, podcast. This, this is, is for the Behind the Glass. Time. There it is. This is a while ago. But look, Eric Gilbert did run a mean stick route. So oh, you Dude, I, mean, I, mean, I, I could too if I was like 6'2", 250 and could fly. Like, I mean, a, I mean anyone five. could do that. Talk about a matchup problem. Same I mean, thing. that dude Not really. has, yeah, you're right. that dude like, has uh, every yeah, athletic that, ability. Right, yeah, no. And look, it, there were I remember a couple times where he would actually catch a stick route and then he would truck like seven guys, um, and that was part of it. But uh, someone this year that I think is getting so overlooked because of how just – electric jack bash looks in you know in like you know video Give me some kt yeah video 20 second like clips from zero on the field exactly <laughs> like he just looks fast it's like cobble clips cole taylor is just getting yep. no like recognition right now no i think he media. is getting a lot of recognition just not from us no they, i no, no listen you're like, right i i brought him up in some circles and they're just they don't they don't buy it and I, I don't understand where how you couldn't buy a kid of that stature, that size. He's six, six seven, seven. two fifty, right? Yeah, and he's That's moving well. You know, like big, you know how hard it is to move yeah. at that size. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, he's even a if red you zone, don't use him at all, you put him exactly throw yeah. him in the red zone and just throw that ball up yeah. and let him go get right. it. Right. 
Well, no, I think the- him and Besh side by side, that is dangerous. That's going to yeah, be utilized uh, very heavily. Especially if it's uh, in that Thad Moss role where Thad Moss wasn't necessarily on the line of scrimmage the entire time. He was out wide. He was, you know, all the way wide sometimes. Uh, but then also, if either one of them get hurt, you're kind of fucked at that position. Okay, yeah, Debbie Downer. Play true. the Debbie Downer drop right now. <laughs> Disgusting. Uh, like but that. I think... Mashburn! Have... Yeah. <laughs> there it is. A little late, Sam. A little late. Really well, he pressed it, it early. It, okay. it took it a second. There you go. All right, so um, John Emery, I can also see out wide. Kind of like how... You got to get that guy the ball in space, man. You got to figure out how to get him the ball in space because he is good. I mean, look at that Alabama game. You're just like, oh, who is that? Number four? Well, What? Yeah. No, I don't think he should be out wide. No. No, I'm just saying get him the ball and no, I know. move yeah. him wherever the hell you want. To what Matt said. No, Matt, I, Matt I, said get him out wide. I think you need to get he him. He needs to catch the ball to the back, it was mad. Out of the backfield. You can get him out of the backfield. That's fine. But I also feel like that he's you can match not, him up on somebody and run around. Uh, I don't think he's that kind of playmaker. I mean, if, if you did that's, it with that's a, a that's Steve Insman, your offense, match him up on somebody oh, and run Jesus around. Get him out there. There you go, Matt. What if they got with three, pal? I don't think he's that kind of pass okay. catcher that you can do. We that. forgot about Kirkland. Yeah, Jotry, no, I, that was actually, he's actually it, my pick to be the second best wide receiver. Whoa. This year. That's a, I know. that's a hot take. That's a hot Dude, take. Y'all were talking hot, hot takes game? earlier. Matt just wants to. No, he's great. He's great. It's just, I know you didn't have all these other guys coming in. Matt just wants to be like the Colin Cowherd of like LSU sports talk. Oh, give me a break. He just wants to. He yeah. just wants hot. No, sticks. there's somebody else that's taking that role. We'll John Trey Kirkland oh, is Cody like Wolf. avocados. <laughs> like, sorry, I thought we were going Cowherd on this. Yeah, I thought it, we were going to Cowherd. That was perfect. <laughs> yeah, Cody Worsham is definitely. got to squeeze. Yeah, him a king of hot takes, dude. Cody yeah, Worsham. Man. <laughs> Cody Worsham. <laughs> um, okay, so we before we go on to the defensive side, I think we. We have an old man take of the week. We do we do different segments every week. We're, we'll have you join in on this one because I think you'll enjoy this. Um, the old man take of the week this week is uh, we have a graphic up too, okay. Sam. Uh, Wait, where is it? Where is it? Mm. All right, I did so see that. Billy Cannon. Would Billy Cannon start for LSU today? Yes. Yes. That's what I, I say. Think. Yes. That's I, the I old yes. man. I say yes. The old too. man take of the week. I say yes too. But at the long, dude wasn't bad. I'm <laughs> like, no, not saying he was bad. <laughs> he would be a starting linebacker. So for he today's would start. Team. No, no, no. Okay, linebacker. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about like Jared Small possibly starting. Like yeah, Billy exactly. Cannon would absolutely. Exactly. Yeah, that's a good point. What what was Billy Cannon's height and weight? Here? I mean, put Billy Cannon like in a workout two, program. Two twenty, right? No, 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 no. Here's yeah, wait till Moffat gets a hold of him. Exactly. Right? Wait, wait. Do you put do you put him in like is he like born in nineteen ninety six and he just yeah. goes he just develops no, or no. is he like today like Billy Cannon from nineteen fifty eight? You pop him. <laughs> no, this is this is so confusing. That's yeah, too that's right. too deep. Just and he's like, what is this? Billy we're just plopping him in. No, Billy Cannon's not born. Plop him in. Yeah, I think it. I think it doesn't make a difference. I think it's the same cat, same helmet, same face buddy. mask. So he's gonna start over like Ty Davis Price at no. running back. He'll be the week one. No, no, he'll be, but he'll be somewhere on the field. Okay, so like corner, you can't keep him off the field. He'll be. He'd Maybe be a great like safety guy. 
Yeah, like he's so good. I think that's a bigger slap in the face than saying he's not on the team. Save me a good now, dude. Langlo is made for kickoff. Gunner, who is it? Lang is it Langlo? Langlo, Matthew Langlo, dude. Where are you from? Langlo is you don't want to know. Langlo is gonna light somebody up this year, and I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna tweet you. Lang watches lit somebody up. I'll tell you what, our interns are freaking on it. Your guys are just sitting there hanging out. Grant's just messaging high, you know, stats. Six one two oh seven. Six one two oh seven. That's a beast. That is hey, that was pretty close. Two oh seven? I didn't think he was that big. Two oh seven? No, he's not working out. Shit. If well, look, I, if Billy Cannon's on the team, we're not worried about Bug Strong or Mike Jones. It's Cannon. <laughs> what? We can't have a two hundred seven middle linebacker. His last name is. He would have bulked up. He would have bulked yeah, up. Two hundred seven was huge. Yeah, he'd he'd be, he'd be like before. Rover, you know, it, it would be sick. Okay. It'd be sick. All right. And he would also return punts. Y'all are starting to sway me a little bit. Um, he'd be a linebacker. So you were wait. You were saying he wouldn't not, be able. That okay. he's not going to start. He yeah. might make the yeah, team. I'm he's not going to start. Um, I had to put him on McNeese, huh? You're putting the him on Heisman McNeese. Trophy winner, might make right. the team. The Heisman Trophy winner for from 58, yeah, will not, will not make the team, uh, will not be a starter in 2021. Yes, now flip Maybe different question 2020, would Billy yeah, Cannon yeah, definitely yes. start over Demon Clark. Would Billy Cannon <laughs> embrace the mullet or do you think he would stick with the buzz? Oh. oh, he'd have flow. Oh, he'd, he'd have yeah. flow. I think he right. would. I think he was a swag guy. Um, no, I, I, I saw a couple bus. of he's, he I saw a couple like a pictures guy, with him. With like, it looked like there was gel before there was gel. There was all kind of things going on. Rub I think some dirt would, in it, type of thing. Yeah, product. Right. I feel like now, for the sake would, of the hypothetical, he has to stick with the buzz. He has to stick with his whole demeanor. Kind of like a classic Ensminger. Exactly. So is he a time yeah, traveler? Okay. Did he play in '58 and now he's in 2021? Yeah, right. well, you know? No, yeah, yes, he can do it all. Can we talk about the uh, what Ensminger would have done with him in his offense? Oh my God, he would have had a field day with him in his offense. Uh, no, he wouldn't um, have started over Clyde. Can we talk about the racial tensions he might bring to a locker <laughs> okay, room? All right, easy, easy. All right, all right next, topic, next topic. Oh, sorry. All right, defense. We got to talk about defense. It's been the hot button. Obviously, uh, since 2020, um, obviously we have two great corners. We've already talked about the defensive line. Any other thoughts on like linebackers and Baskerville like, just runs weird, man. I, I just don't understand the way he moves. I think he, there's just something there in his hips. I just don't get it. I think Clark well, been on this on the slant for a long this. time. Oh, well, I've never noticed this about Baskerville. Wait, explain what you're talking about. Is there like a hit a, a giddy up? You've never noticed how he moves? I actually have not. Yeah, you got to watch it. it. There's something missing. It's just not all there. You know, I don't. I don't know what it is, but you can. You'll see it. You'll figure it out. Okay, I'll, I'll go um, watch an old game and try to see. What yeah, I, I think he's a he's a guy coming out of Evangel that I loved. You know, and yeah. I thought he was just like a heat-seeking missile. You know, like he—he's yep. one of those guys that you want in the middle, and uh, you, you know, you're not going to go wrong. It's just, yeah, I don't know. He doesn't move side to side quick enough. There's something missing there. I—I'm I, hoping that he can power through that or whatever deficiencies he has there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Clark, on the other hand, I, I think he's a guy that's just waiting. I, I don't understand how you could just regress that bad. I understand like as a whole, we regressed as a team, but just there was so there was too many times with the games that I didn't turn off in the middle uh, that I just 
kept over and just Clark, like, God damn it, Clark, like over like and over. Yeah. Well, it's just the most basic stuff. Like you met playing high school football, you, you ran angle drills, like, you know, pursuit drills, taking yeah. the proper angles. Like he, that just he didn't take exist. Like a J. He would like all take of a sudden like a J yeah. route to the person. <laughs> it, it, it just did not exist. Route. Yeah. He was playing soft, didn't make any tackles, but it's like, how do you just turn it off? I think if you could get someone to turn it on for these guys, they're very talented studs. Now, with that being said, you bring a guy in like Strong, who I have heard great things about. Mike yep. Jones produces some great depth there. Oh. Um, you've got oh, – yeah, there you go. I was waiting for that. But yeah. you've got a world of talent He's behind them. Right. I think they're going to be pushed. And I think that might be uh, the ticket to flip that switch for Clark and for Baskerville. Um, I don't think Baskerville's that far away. I think he's right there. I think he could fill in. Um, but I think with Clark, that competition behind him, um, you know, the not, hey, you're 18, that doesn't mean all of a sudden you're going to make a play. Like, you, right. you know, you have to no, actually produce. No, and uh, <laughs> so I don't know. I think that's a weakness. We talked about what position are you worried about? I mean, I think linebacker, there's some valid concern there where you've got some bodies, but unless they make a play, I mean, look at every level or every position group on that defense, you are loaded. And if you want to go back to being a stargazer, I mean, there's five stars on every level with the exception of the linebacker crew. You need them to um, exceed their expectations, right? Yeah. Now. And I'm, I, trying, I just, I'm trying to think of guys that are linebackers that are, are, on the bench that we haven't really talked about, which would be like Josh White, um, Jared, Jared, Jared Sampa, Jared, Jared Small. No one talked about that. Coach never mentioned. He's always hurt. Sampa's always hurt. He runs weird too. Hey, so Jared Cherry like carries bricks around campus. Okay, so so there's about, that. Jared Small being a guy that's a right. walk on from Catholic High. Yeah, and love him. Like, are I you couldn't... are you upset about that at all? Like, I'm not upset. You, no, I'm not upset. I think it's definitely one of those deals where you have, I mean, it's obvious you have to be a little concerned that the other guys have not beat him out, which I, I don't buy the whole he's starting though. I, I think that's just that Ed is. and everybody talking like, Hey, congratulations, Jared. Like you're playing really well for a walk on. And then it's right. kind of evolved to this whole, Oh, he could start this season. I, I was, I even, I'd sent out a tweet uh, during the spring game that he deserves playing time. The kid looks great, but do I want him to be our main guy? Like no way. Right. And right. I couldn't be more biased towards Jared. I graduated with him from Catholic. Catholic. Right. I know him actually fairly well. Uh, we were not, I wouldn't say good friends, but we were decent friends. I had a few classes with him. We talked a lot, but, um, and he's a great guy. So but, look, it's a great story, and there's there oh, are right. times and, where walk on guys come in, they physically mature, they get better, sure. and they can they can play. No, the I'm dude looks like, good. You know, yeah, right. exactly. Like, I'll tell you, we like, got to put the best two or three or however many out there, and if he's one of them, I sure shit hope he's ready. I yeah. legitimately never even noticed him when he played in games for Catholic High, and I went to every game. It was small, like yeah, and literally, no, pun intended, right? But, uh, um, yeah, and so. When I heard he was like walking on at LSU, I was like, wow, I actually didn't even know he was like good enough to do that. And then when he got a scholarship, really? I was like, holy I, shit, he must really, I mean, really I think be some guys develop late, you know, and yeah, that might yeah, be that's one, one of those, those deals. But I'm just hoping that's the case that Moffitt you know, got his hands on him. Yeah. And I, well, <laughs> this, I mean, 
Just uh, just wait wait till Moffat gets his hands. Well, on I don't him, think you know? he can use that that. That was like our one big interview, so you can't say really... you can't say that anymore. You can't say got his hands on. You can't say, say that he worked anymore, out right. with him. That's right. Well, that's the old man take of the week. All right. That's right. <laughs> if that anyone was... would have told us there was something wrong with that, we would have not mentioned it. It was the same. No, not that there's anything wrong with Jesus. I know. Complete ignorance. Okay, so Penn State, relax, boys. What kind of shoes are you rocking over there, Matt? I got the get the CJ. CJ's on Chris okay. Jackson's the old yeah, school, uh, Jude. Yeah, I got the Kobe's on. Um, they don't are those high tops or is that just your socks? Yeah, me or him? No, those are those are Kobe's. Jude. Oh, they are Dude, yeah, like a, they yeah. got like a sock in the shoe. We were, we were asked them why don't they make those anymore, and we asked if it was because Kobe was dead. Yeah. This one, this one, the last one, yeah. Even. That's a funny he didn't joke. Have an answer. He didn't have an answer for us. <laughs> funny joke. Uh, anyway. Yeah, we can't talk about strength coaches getting hands on them, but you know, we can talk about playing. Yeah, going we go You should have been, right, been here on the last episode. He shouldn't have been. We anymore. weren't invited. The last episode, uh, Jude, Jude wanted to kill a guy. No. So, uh, no, Jude, no. That I saw that. Brick killed a guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that escalated quickly. Um, you should probably lay low. Find yeah. a safe house. So. <laughs> All right, uh, secondary for LSU. Um, any thoughts on obviously corner, but like corner depth possibly is an safety? issue. Yeah, uh, obviously, safety. obviously, I had a big retweet by Tyron Matthew um, when I threw NBA. out that yeah. the depth chart That's that the right. depth chart was, like, was pretty sick. That. That That's great. Man. Yeah, thanks. I got the juice now, according to you guys. So, um, but with that being said, um, it was kind of a spur of the moment thought that I think it was kind of being glossed over. The amount of talent we have behind the starters is just, it, it's pretty sick to think about. And I think Major Burns being one of those guys um, that we pulled through, which going back to one of our interviews, speaking of Moffat, we interviewed major Burns when he was first committed. It was probably the worst interview we've ever had from a football camp. (laughs) Yeah. It's like he'd had no cares, like zero shits. So I actually ran into major Burns the week he was committing before he committed. uh, I played pickup basketball with him and uh, we were trying, we were also trying to get him on that week and I guess he was too busy on pot of gold. Yeah, yeah, well, for about pull. five minutes. Yeah, he had to pick up his brother or somebody. He's like, no, from... I'm picking up Anthony. Anthony. Yeah. Like, you know, we could hear. We're like, like hey, like, we're live, even though we weren't <laughs> live, obviously. But we just tried to make it, you know, make him hurry up. But anyway, Major Burns coming back, I think, is a like a major addition uh, to the team. I think he starts at safety. Um, and you've got guys like, I, I think this is the season where you've got guys like Todd Harris and, and Flott um, uh, guys that have experience that their position is not secure. I, I think we have to play the best guys. Sage Ryan being back there, uh, yeah. Major Burns, Ward being able to play multiple positions. I think that's the key to this depth chart with McLuthern. Like these guys rotate around. Everybody plays yeah. a spot. If one guy goes down at nickel, we've got guys with experience to slide right in there. And then obviously uh, you've got Stingley and Ricks who are the top two tandem in the nation. I mean that you don't need to need to talk about that. The depth alone um, is is just incredible. Yeah, Possibly yeah I, I really like the two corners in the league in the in the yeah. country. Yeah, easily. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, 
For sure. And I think McLaughlin's a kid that you can throw in there. Like I was, I know he got beat and didn't make every single play, but when I watched him last year, I was like, damn, man, this kid's going to be a player. He's long. Yeah. He he can, he's got range. He seems to be able to kind of locate the ball. Like I, I always talk about this. It's like, I always think it's so interesting the guys that can come in from high school and play as a freshman and the speed of the game, not really like it's not noticeable. Right. And I feel like he was just one of those guys that looked like he was like kind of already ready for the speed of the game. And, you know, as he's going to keep getting older, I, I think I really do. I think the kid's going to be a well, stud. Do you feel like last year there was a different, it was a change from the Arkansas game on where McLaughlin, Jay Ward, all of the youth, big impacts where they weren't, they weren't really seen too much before that, before that season. But, but all of a sudden they just, I don't know if something well, clicked or something yeah, changed or what. We, I know we don't want to sit on 2020. Sure. Um, it's but, a positive though. We can talk about it. Yeah, it is positive because when you look at who shined, that season, it was the younger guys. It was yeah. the guys that had something to prove, um, that wanted to take advantage of the series that they got in. You know, what right. can we do this series? Because I don't know if I'll ever get this chance again. And well, you and saw it, that it switch midseason. It was like everyone yeah. else was giving up touchdowns. Who gives a shit if you get burned? Like, try right. to make a play. And right, I, and I really he did. Do it. Like they Ward, started like, playing like more fearless. All those guys mm -hmm. did get burned at times, but they didn't hang their head and just sulk on the sideline and say, screw it, this season doesn't matter anyway. They went back out there and made an awesome interception. Or a guy right. like Eli Ricks comes in, and we talk about having dog in you. That kid was born with it. I mean, he comes in and just lights a fire. And you want right. that to be contagious on the team. And if you have that from multiple players in the defensive backfield, I mean, sky's the limit. Yeah, yep. Ricks is that perfect guy to have in your secondary you know, we talked a little bit about 2011. That 2011 team was obviously awesome, but good God, did they have swag. I mean, they were the most yep. confident players you've ever seen. And Rick has that walk where it's like, I'm 6'10", mother, you know, I'm here. Anyone want to try me? And it's like that kind of stuff. Well, obviously, Stingley's incredible, but Stingley's not not a flashier guy. He's not going to be getting up in people's faces. Yeah. Ricks just has that little bit of like fu in him, and I love yeah. it. I'll take the fifteen yard penalty, man. Like, they kept not it. throwing the fifteen yard penalty. For uh, oh, he'll get him this year. He got away with like, so much shit last year, man. He'll be yeah. horning down every team. Oh my god, yeah. dude! Yeah, oh, playing yeah. Florida, he's just going to be frigging horns down in them. <laughs> I right. love it. I love it. I think you, I really it. do think you have to have one of those guys. We should do it on every touchdown with them coming into the league. We should for sure. What do y'all um, think about them coming into the league? By yeah, the way? The Texas and OU. What are you thoughts? I, I'm not looking. I, you know, let's do it next year. Like I don't. Let's do it I'm next in. year. Let's get it going. I mean, I love the pod right. system. I love the idea. Fuck yeah. I I want LSU to play more teams. I think it's just it gets a yeah. little boring when you're going to play your east your one you know you're going to play florida and then you're going to rotate one from the east like i, I want to play everyone i want to play right. kentucky every few years i want to go to tennessee i want to play georgia every few years like i just i really hate this whole like we're going to play all these west schools every year and then you get to play one different one you know we can go to oh we're going to nashville guys we'll be back there in 2033 so enjoy yeah. it like i think yeah. that's bullshit no, I think – I don't know if you guys were listening a few years ago. We, we took a trip for my bachelor trip. We went to Tennessee, 
and that was by far one of the best road experiences I've ever I've ever had. Was, was that mean, the rain game? That hurricane? Yes. Yeah. Hurricane, monsoon. I was yeah. wearing khakis. Bad idea. Um, I, went, I went and took a piss. It wasn't raining. I, I couldn't open the door. The rain and the wind was so hard after I went to the bathroom. Like I literally was like <laughs> stuck in the bathroom. Good news. We got front row seats after that. We walked Everyone all the way left. down. Everyone left. We were yeah. right in the front row. We had a nice, um, God damn it, I forgot. Forgot the quarterback's name. Who was the cat number two? Lo, uh, Narcisse. Yeah. Oh, Lowell Narcisse. Lowell Narcisse. Right? Narcisse. He was very close to us uh, during that game. Oh, I was kinda, screaming. We chirped him a few times. I was screaming at Brennan. Get that shoulder warm, Miles. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it was a fun time. Here? But to go to go back to the point, just that experience should be more often. And I think if you can have that experience in Austin, if you can, you know, play in Oklahoma, I mean, like those teams, listen, they're Oklahoma in particular, not Texas. That's a joke of a program right now. Um, but but Oklahoma, I mean, look, it's it's good competition. It's great competition. Um, but I don't think anyone's afraid of that. I mean, we play yeah. Alabama every year. I I, I, I I don't mind having the best teams in the country in your conference. We're used to it. I'm an LSU, yeah. I, I, like I'm an LSU fan, but I love college football. And that adding those dudes to the SEC just means every week there's one, there's another game that you just have to watch and see. And whether it's Oklahoma, Alabama, Oklahoma A and M, whatever you want, like. I'm excited for that because in, I don't I don't think it's stopping here. I think the Big Ten's going to try to go add some teams. I think the Pac-12 is going to try to get some something, something because no one gives a shit about them. Right. I, I'm just here for exciting football games. I love sitting on the couch on Saturday and being like, oh, well, what time? Oregon's about to play. Oh, let's go. You know, it's just like I love watching football. And right. it also makes the fiddlers of the AM crowd squeal a little bit. Yeah. I think honestly, I don't think it's great for LSU. Just like I don't no. think adding AM helped very much. It's like we used to be able to go into Texas and say, Hey, you want to play big boy football? Come to LSU. Your parents can still come to the games. We're gonna whoop some ass. Then AM comes in there and it's a little, oh, well, you know, you can stay at home now and then throwing Texas in there. Like I definitely right. think. I definitely sure. think it's not the best. I think LSU can win with Louisiana talent, but it's you know I, I think recruiting, it's not the best for us going going forward. No, but recruiting is changing at such a rapid pace. Where I, I don't think proximity to home or what conference you're in is going to be that big of a deal moving forward in the next few years when it right. comes to NIL. I think conference and, will. I think conference will. I, I agree with you about going from home. You can watch anybody on TV and any week. Well, I do think eventually, it, like I think about it. I love what you said about how you don't think about it from LSU's point of view. Thank You're you. welcome. Yeah, no problem. Um, I think about it from a college football point of view as well. And like how this L Texas and OU moving to the SEC. And then you already see there's rumors of, I don't know if this was actually confirmed or not, but true. Clemson and Florida state trying to reach Everybody out. Wants to come to the how fun would that Everyone be to watch every the year? SEC. Right. And then that leads straight to the power five, just breaking away. Mm -hmm. I agree. I think that's what we're going towards for sure. Super league. Yeah. And that I, just, what, yeah. that just means every single week that there's great college what, football what games. I there's no was, gimme games. You would every, every week's a playoff. Yeah. You right. would have four 16 team yeah. uh, divisions and everybody's just got to like figure out who, who goes where, uh, which, it, which could get done pretty easily if they just did it the right way. But, uh, yep. everybody everybody's talking about joining the SEC now and I'm like okay that 
that's not necessarily what I don't think was intended here. Right. I don't think like, who cares? Who cares right. if it's like Ohio State ends up winning the title? How fun is it going to be to watch 10 weeks of those games yeah. like every year? Like, yeah, I, I don't, I, I don't care. I, like, it's going to yeah. be awesome. Literally every week you're like, going to have three have matchups Michigan. that are just heavy yeah. hitter playoff like, type games. Like all these teams on the schedule this year that it could all, it could just be, all power four, I think it was what we were saying, right? Right. Power, power four. four teams. I mean, I'm, uh, I'm that you could go with. I'm uh, all for the Premier League, but you know, yeah. I love it. Well, we, I love the idea of relegating people. Yes, that's, yeah. what we, that's our, that's our deal love too, is the relegation. I we, drool we love every that time idea. I hear relegation. I don't really like soccer, but I think it's like it's highly entertaining. That's just like, like the, I'm not. That's the best way you can run a league, in my opinion. No, it incentivizes actually playing and giving right. a shit. Right. Uh, no, exactly. I, I I love the idea of that. I don't know if that would ever fly or ever be able no, to get won't. put into place. But like, I, I agree. I think that'd be so fun. Right. And like, the best part of it is that like, even for the lower tier games of like the worst team in your league is playing the other worst team in the league, they still those that's that game still means a lot now. It, it makes it more interesting. The loser of that game gets kicked out. Like that's awesome. No, I mean you see you see the NBA trying to figure out some sort of way to make games worth more valuable, you know, right. more valuable late in the season. I mean, I definitely think that's the way to go. There's there's so much money in sports now, and I, I know it has been for a while, but it's just getting more and more ridiculous that you know, these these people who are broadcasting the games, they don't want to see a bunch of teams out there that don't give a shit and aren't trying. And I'm not saying that's necessarily what's happening now, but like you said, it brings doing something like that where it's like, hey, these guys are out of the SEC if they lose this week. Like, that, right. I got to oh, watch. I have to watch. Hell yeah. All, like, I'll be know? tuned in for Kentucky versus Vandy. I'm and, kind of and, bullish and we, on Kentucky this we, year, honestly. Oh, you yeah, really? Yeah. Oh, I mean, I don't oh, think, you know. shit. I, I, like, I think they're going to surprise a little until bit. Until I heard about this new quarterback that they got. I don't even know his name, but just like he looks like. At least Bananas Hole. Yeah. Yes. That guy. Yeah. That's why I'm bullish. Last name Levis. <laughs> that that same. I Will, wasn't Will until Lewis. I saw that guy. Yeah. I'm like I'm Will in. Levis. Oh yeah. What? Satellite. Yeah. We we weren't we weren't on him until we saw that, and then we we're like, oh shit, this this yeah. guy. That, great. that Tennessee like, quarterback looks like a little bullish as well. My oh, gosh. Does he? He looks like a he literal bull. Looks like an yeah. actual bull. Yeah. Um. I'm interested okay. to see what Tennessee. Tennessee seems like a dumpster fire, but I do kind of like Hypel. So I'm I like to see yeah, how that goes. Right. Yeah, I, 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 white white tape. The the spat game is strong up in Knoxville. Yeah, they they just have to throw the ball around like just crazy, like crazy. Just throw it around. Let's get crazy. Um, that's that's the kind of Hypel uh, offense they should be running. Yeah. I think them and them Mississippi State, Tennessee and Mississippi State, they're never going to be good. But they probably will sneak up on one team every year and just hang fifty on them real quick. I but think. How the um, hell did that happen? I think Mike yeah. Leach is in for a rude awakening this year, and it's going to be hit hard. I don't um, agree at all. I, I, I just think I'm it's, not I think it's at all. No, I, I think it's so hard. Like I love Leach as much as any person on the planet. Like just a highly entertaining individual, cool guy, and innovator yeah. of the Different offense. But it's like you keep looking around. It's like what games are they going to win? Like right. They're not going to beat Ole Miss. They're not going to beat El- – you know, it's just like they may – Do they still have that quarterback? Run. Who's their quarterback? Yeah, uh, Will Rogers. Is Will Rogers is the guy but this year. He's pretty good, right? Not, remember when KJ they, Costello was a Heisman uh, finalist for a week and a half? That's right. I don't want I mean, to talk about that. I think he I think he's, he had more yardage against LSU than he probably had the rest of the season. Well, you know, there's a quarterback like a competition in Starkville. 
uh, Rodgers isn't the bona fide starter right now. Really? Came out. Yeah. Really? Oh, wow. He played well towards the end of the season, though, right? He's all right. Huh. Yeah. Any other surprises in the SEC that y'all are, y'all are thinking about? I mean, I think Ole Miss is that big surprise, but I think that's kind of been sniffed out. I, I think other than that, yeah, I think Mississippi State is the only one that you might see happen. But I like like y'all said, I just I can't I can't see that happening. No. I think Arkansas is going to be a good team. Do I think I'm they're going to beat you. anybody? Probably not. Yeah, <laughs> right. You know, I, I think <laughs> be better. I, I like Sam Pittman a it's lot. It's like that's how low right. the SEC is. Yeah. I like the worst team in the SEC West. But I, they, I don't know who they're going to beat. Yeah, do y'all do? Do y'all do like a little pickems tournament? Um, no. Good, we can. We Maybe could. we will. I mean, if you want to, damn it, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, <laughs> those are the games, though. Those are the those are the ones we, that make or break a pickems competition. Is those Vandy's and Kentucky's the over under win totals uh, for different teams uh, for Vegas odds? So. We obviously LSU eight and a half. We're we're smashing that one. So um, yeah, yeah, way up on that one. That's another. Uh, I think Ole Miss will be the most fun team. I think they're the most must see team in the SEC right. this year, possibly the country, yeah. because they're going to score almost every time they touch the ball, and they're probably going to give up some scores every time like, they touch the right. ball. I mean, what are right. those? What are those totals going to look like? It's going to be going to be eighty eight, eighty eight. Are they going to yeah, put a freaking be. 90 team total or not team total total on a game? I think you Could will. Because I have to bet the over. <laughs> like I literally have to bet the over if it's. I mean, 90. Alabama. I that can't was, not. That was at 100, 100 points, right? Like, yeah, that, easily. It was ridiculous. Uh, was, yeah. I th- yeah, it was like. All right. How fun, how fun to cheer for an over at 90. It's, dude, <laughs> the whole season I think is going to be so much fun, especially with fans in the stands now. Hopefully. Um, yeah, I think we will. I think you will. I think we will. Right? I think we're looking like, good. Um, I think you'll have masks on, um, but I think you will have fans in the stands. They're, yeah, but I also don't think all. it's going to be enforced that hard. That's going to be a slow popcorn eating for me. Yeah, it's it's going to be like that uh, <laughs> that guy that's doing the security wands where he's not even touching right. anyone. There's going to be like, <laughs> no, there was already oh, just there was, no. Right. There was one at the basketball games this year though that was like hardcore. That guy you was a stickler. I know section. exactly who you're talking. No, I heard that. I heard the baseball the baseball crowd was pretty rough as well. Yeah, the baseball was really yeah. Uh, yeah. The basketball guy was like. You well look. Put I your learned, mask on. Like, I learned the over system. your nose. You just you, <laughs> you get a bottle of water. You never finish it, yeah. and then you just keep it right around your lips the yeah, whole game. Exactly. So yeah, there's going to be a lot of time. So good once I think your I, lips. Right. Yeah. I think we're going to be in. I think it'll be fine. I think uh, you know the experiment at UCLA is going to be uh, a, a crazy one over in California. But oh, I think sure. once it's I think once we're home, I, I think it's going to be. I was worried uh, about that one. I was worried. Yeah. I still, I'm still not sold that that game's going to be played in LA. I, I, for really? some, I just keep, I, I don't, I mean, Dude, I don't know. It's anything. really close. I know. I know. Every we'll freaking day they shut more shit down. The same way. Yeah. They have a strong Dude. logistics guy. We're going <laughs> to, we're going to reroute the plane to Las Vegas and land it right there in that big old stadium. Oh, oh yeah. that would be great. Uh, we'll play there. In the, uh, what's it? I don't know what, what's that called. stadium called? It's called um, the Roomba. So yeah, like the room. Are, are you guys going to UCLA? No. No. Our go. old buddy who just started the podcast with us, Schneid, moved out to LA and he was like, everyone come. And then now, uh, you know, he moved away. Couldn't take couldn't take oh, it out there. Um, <laughs> none of us are going, right? Oh, thank God. Yeah. You're going to go? Oh, yeah. 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 Lion, Allegiant Stadium. Allegiant. A Legion. There he goes. Grant is just all over it. Do we need to I know. I know. It makes you feel. 
you realize how shitty your intentions are now, huh? Yeah, yeah I'm all guy. about that. Grant, how much do you on. pay Grant? <laughs> I'm ready. None your business. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We appreciate it. Brett and Mike, uh, pot of gold. Um, when when about are you guys? 350. When's the next? Uh, yeah, about 350. Uh, let's take him down real quick. Uh, he didn't want he didn't want to blast that out. Um, yeah. When, when's the next podcast? Uh, are you guys doing regular ones now, weekly, or how's that work? Yeah, we're we're trying for weekly. We you know after last season we kind of we took a step back and realized we we don't need to hold ourselves to a schedule. Right. Um, I think that I don't know if that played a part in. Being we just coward. weren't <laughs> right. <laughs> according to some of those reviews. No, I, I think it just, we weren't as enthusiastic, uh, obviously with the situation that the team was going through, but we also kind of over a couple years, we started a trend of a pregame and a postgame and it just kind of, it, it got boring yeah. for us. Yeah. And I think now we want to look at it more of, we're going to try to do a once a week podcast. If we can do more awesome, but we're going to try to stick to once a week and just kind of make it a fully loaded pre and post everything all together and just kind of chat it up kind of like this, like a big riff session and not really hold ourselves to a schedule. I think this weekend we might be doing our, our LSU preview. Um, uh, But if not, it'll be sometime next week, but we will shoot for a once a week podcast. Sweet, man. I I, I was big fans of you guys uh, before we even started doing ours. So we appreciate you guys coming on for sure. Uh, we, maybe we can get back on um, during the season or we can kind of come to you guys, whatever you want to do. Yeah, uh, yeah no. Chance, but all right, cool, cool. Uh, <laughs> we, uh, <laughs> we, we talked about it. I know we, we joke about it, but Brett and I have talked a lot about when we first started um, as we developed over the years, there was a lot of people that started their own podcast. I mean, it's, it's easy to do and, uh, but so it's not, COVID. COVID yeah, I mean, season baby, like it, it was, was huge. It blew up. Yeah. It's just, it's not easy to maintain. And no, so right, we, right. we definitely respect you guys. You, you know, if we were going to go on anyone's show, um, it was going to be you guys one day. Yeah, so just, that. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah. And just to kind of cap it off, you know, it's like we started the podcast because as you get older, you stop hanging out with your friends as much. And I was just like, Mike, we got to do something to hang out. You know, it's like we'll, yeah. we'll text about LSU and we'll talk about it. But it's like, you know, it's like we never see each other. And so it was one of those things where it's like it was something to get together. I mean, mm-hmm. dude, we we recorded the first one and Mike was like, post it, post it. I'm like, dude, I don't know. We're going to get crushed. <laughs> Four people are going to listen. And it just kind of took off from there. Right. Yeah. And they, you know, people seem and, to and like it. Right. Yeah. I've actually never thought about it. Like so that. Like, well, I, that, Matt's my uncle actually. And so right. I think I since we started doing dad. the podcast, I've never <laughs> <laughs> Wait what? Yeah, no, don't worry. Uh, since we started the podcast, I don't know if I've ever seen you as often as me. Yeah, right, this past right. year since we started so doing podcast. When I when we first started doing this, uh, we started another podcast called "Since We're on the Subject," and it's me and two other friends that are my age, and we're all forties. And uh, one of us lives in Hong Kong, and it's not me. Um, the other guy. Uh, so. We would just text all the time, and we would text all through the the 2019 season, all that kind of stuff. We would always just text, and we were big football fans, but we obviously talked about music, movies, all kinds of stuff. And we started doing a podcast, and while we were doing it, we were talking about doing a football podcast at the same time. But that's how it started was just we had a text thread that we thought was funny, 
that yeah. should be just like let's just hang out and like yeah it becomes something and you don't realize what it's becoming while you're doing it so it's very yeah. addicting very fun yeah it is and it now this one has become bigger than the other one uh, they'll probably right. laugh at me for saying that but um it's it, lsu football is just a whole different animal obviously well, it's so. just so easy to talk about whenever you're a for true sure. fan you can just sit back and, and and riff and vibe like this so you guys are doing great yeah appreciate it, i think the funniest thing i ever read about uh pot of gold is on tiger droppings because you know uh he goes to tiger droppings i don't know i actually i don't we're not allowed that. there so yeah <laughs> no i know you're you not like I, know you're not. There. <laughs> I see that all the time uh but i saw some there was one thread about uh, i only go on tiger droppings when i know that there's a thread about like, us that mentions us in right. there how vain uh, of you and, but okay go on sure. and, right, right right no i mean it's like Voldemort uh, I mean, website it, been on there it's, twice it's, yeah. it's starting to be honest uh <laughs> Um, that was a good one. Whoever said that off camera. That <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so some, what someone said, it was, is so stupid, but, uh, they said the, the market share of bat of, uh, of LSU Podcast. sports podcasting that the pot of gold left, uh, the <laughs> one team, one podcast has quickly seized and oh yeah! Complete market share. Right. That wow. Was our, that was our entire. <laughs> so we were I appreciate like, we were you like, for that. Pot of well, gold is taking a break, guys. We need to start <laughs> now. Yeah. Well, but you know, whenever it started, you couldn't post a th- anything about podcast on there. I mean, dude, the oh, amount yeah, of times that. Yeah, they would just, and it was never us. We didn't care. We tried in the beginning. They DM'd or whatever. Private message was like, "Hey, no promotion." We're like, "Whatever." And then other people would post about it immediately, get kicked off and everything. Oh, like Lord. so many people would like DM us pictures and was like, they think they think we're you. And like, it was like the private. We never, we them. never once promoted on Tiger Droppings. Not we, once. Yeah. We, we went to post it and they were like, no, like, okay, that's fine. But like, yeah. And, and then now, all of a sudden the all the fans started doing it. And the yeah. cool thing is now is that so many, like you, you see threads like that on there from now on, you know, it's like, it's become more of a common thing. Mike and I did it. We thought we'd get crushed. And of course, some people think we're idiots. So we, I, I don't, you know, it's like, I don't care. I, right, don't care. We don't what plan the anything. One? The, uh, the key and peel, like, uh, Obama, oh, yeah. like, buy you uh, something posted that. Who's that? You, his name, his name on Twitter is buy you something. Oh, buy you yeah. Brian? No, 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 no. no. Someone, Whatever dude. happened to Josh Lemoyne? Josh Lemoyne. Dude, was, what happened to him? Yeah, off uh, the grid. Time podcast, right? Yeah. Bayou Bingo blog. Grant. Just See, that's Bayou why. Bingle that's why Grant's blog. the guy. Grant. Grant's Grant. Way better this than guy. Us. Grant is all over our. Jesus. I would like to. Point I mean, he's out, on our was, platform. He knows how to access our platform. Bring him in. Bring him in. Bring him in. This has gone off the rails. Bring him in. Um. All right. I'll text Grant after this. But no, what a funny. What are we might steal him. What a funny gift that was. You gotta no, that was a stare. That was very so surprising. You guys made out like bandits on that one. You're, you're the tight hug of uh, of Obama. I remember. We, we figured, we, we watched our numbers. Brett's more of the analytics guy. We watched our numbers and, you know, Tiger Droppings definitely gave us a pretty large boost whenever people were just spamming Tiger Droppings because they were, like, we announced that we were getting banned from it and then all of a sudden, like, everybody started posting about it and we got, like, a 
10,000 number bump, like in a night. And all of a sudden we're like, oh, this might be something here. But whenever we watch that video, we figured maybe people do like listening to it. I mean, if we've got these key and sure. peel videos popping off, it was, it was exciting funny. to see where we landed on it. That's right. great. That, I love seeing that where you don't, yeah, I, I understand exactly what you mean, where you don't know if, if people really like listening to this or not, but then you see a whole lot of positive out of it. No, you're because like, holy shit, that's great. Yeah. The people that are going to like leave reviews and stuff, it's like a spectrum. It's like they either right. hate you or yeah. they love you. So it's like, right. it's really hard to know like what the average person thinks and stuff. You know, it's like we get a ton of emails and DMs and stuff of people. But at the same time, I'm just like, ah, you know, it's like, I don't know. To take the effort to do that makes me think that you probably do this a lot. You listen <laughs> to a lot of stuff. You know, it's just, it's just weird. But like I told Mike, I said, it's like, dude, if five people, listen if twenty thousand people listen it's like we're just gonna have fun we're gonna yeah. we're gonna and i think we used to plan guys, everything out we don't do shit no we don't do anything we turn it on and we just say let's see what we can talk about yeah, we're and similar <laughs> it turn, but i think you guys have have that same model where we don't break news and i think a lot of these podcasts try yeah. to be like part I'd of be the breaking news, news on twitter bro and it's just, it's stupid. Like you are who you are, you know, like we're fans. So we're a fan podcast where we're not right, breaking news. Right. We don't, we're not no. an encyclopedia of facts. We see the amount of people chat. who don't get my trolls on Twitter is large. Yeah. Very, we're, I mean, like a hundred percent satire is who we are. Um, what we will do is we'll do hashtag we break news, which is, um, we, <laughs> are you serious? Well, we'll we'll do. Yeah, are you serious? Uh, no, yeah, I didn't. no puns. Uh, yeah, right. Easy. Uh, no, what we'll do is we'll do um, get us either trouble. fake breaking news hashtag we break news or or if I get like a tweet or, or like a text from somebody because we get texts from people all the time with something like Paul Maneri is going to retire. I'll say hearing Paul Maneri is going to retire hashtag right. we break news. And I'm not like a media guy, obviously. Um, I don't want to be a media guy, but I'm, I'll share something with, with our followers. If I hear absolutely something. when you, why, when you stay you in your, right. When you stay in your lane and you aspire to be the best in that lane, usually it works out. That's right. right. So well, I broke the Freeman news like hours before anyone else. So, Really, we dro we broke the Jake Pete's news. <laughs> we, we literally broke the Jake Pete's news. I didn't even know who Jake Pete's was, and I got texted some news about Jake Pete's, and I had to Google who he was. I had to pull up a picture of him. I broke the news. Hashtag we break news. So yeah, no, I just like to joke. Like you know, it was like seven in the morning, and I tweeted out. I was like, hey, if any hires happen. It was reported first by me. I'm just not going oh, to be by my phone. Not going to be by my phone. Pot of gold. Yeah, it's like credit to yeah. me. Yeah, let's just. I'm just here to have fun, man. <laughs> right. It's like you know. Uh, we are. No, I was. I was tempted to to have my handle on here as Jeffrey Tubin before we got on, just so oh. you know everybody would freak out a little bit. But I mean, we're just clowns. <laughs> I uh, I saw on Twitter we were signed up to do a fist fight. Yeah, Dude, that's so right. Did you see we that? We were supposed to fight each other. Uh, yeah, the battle so, of the two podcasts. Uh, who was going to fight? I um, mean, I'll settle with like a, just a, a golf match or something. Like yeah, that. we could do that. You don't want that heat. No, that's true. No, I mean, actually, we have an intern. We have an him. intern that's coming back into school who is a scratch golfer. And once that happens, we'll oh, figure this out. That's like cheating. Yeah, yeah well, one of our co-hosts to fight for you. you know? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Brett's you a scratch. Go. Okay, yeah, I, I'm scratchy. Let's just I'm just scratchy. say it. <laughs> I got an itch. Wait, hold on. Wait, yeah, what, I'm what itchy. Are you, what are y'all's handicaps? <laughs> handicaps, both y'all. 
I play around a two and a half, three. Nice. I don't really yeah, play much I'm, anymore. I'm I'm more of a, a ten to fourteen range, so that's what we're sitting. Okay, yeah. I'm All like right. a Grant's a twelve. Grant's a twelve. Oh my god. Oh okay, my yeah. God. No, we have to use. We have to. Okay, use back Devin. to the fist fight. Back to the fist fighter, guys. We talk. We got. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll fight you <laughs> for real. I'll do a boxing match. I'm down. Right, right. All I've right, never guys. boxed in my life. We appreciate it. We're gonna wrap it up. Uh, we appreciate y'all from joining us. Uh, let us know when we can come on pot of gold i uh, love the podcast so uh appreciate you guys again and i hope we have a good season buddy thanks awesome. guys thanks fun. guys all right thanks. man See talk you. to y'all soon over and out <laughs> See, you're just the worst no <laughs> oh, that was bad <laughs> <laughs> all right pot of gold joining let's make us fun of them uh yeah yeah <laughs> now let's talk shit yeah right. forest no uh great great job with those guys love those love I, their podcasts i thought uh an interesting point i was about to make this point while they were still on but um something interesting about podcasting is how like when we were going into this mm-hmm. i thought i was going to worry so much grant's still watching i thought going into this that i was going to care so much about what people thought about this podcast mm-hmm. and i'm so shocked at how much i just don't fucking care at all what anyone thinks, like negative reviews, positive reviews. Like yeah, I, just, I was getting hung up on it for a while, and then I was right, like, it's just like know, I, just don't, I don't care. I just don't care. Right. Like it's like, especially I, now that we have I'm like a doing, team of us, you know what I mean? Right. It's like I obviously it makes me happy when people are enjoying the podcast, but it's right. like if people like you know, well, it just it, at the end of the day, it's like we're just doing this. To well, have fun. and again, we do a once a week podcast. Right. I think the majority of our interaction is like from social media. Uh, we're doing social media all the time right. and we're engaging with people all the time. That's where our majority of our audience probably reaches us. Whereas we do a once a week podcast, they can listen to us or not. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, I, I, I think, yeah, I think it's just all about having fun. And if we just keep having fun, right. what do you think, William? William, you're William. on mic. William's on mic. I'm on mic. Uh Oh, uh, what's up? William? What do you have to say? What's up? William on mic. Um, what do I have to say? You're 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 a podcaster yourself, are you not? Uh, you know, I dabble. You dabble. So the radius podcast, right? You're one fourth. Right? No, um, I'm uh, more like a half. But and then one uh, yeah, yeah, one sure. team media. We got to do a shout out to one team media. Yeah, sure. Um, we got eight podcasts underneath us right now. Is it eight? Yeah, isn't eight it, podcasts. It's we more have now, isn't it? No, I think it's right. Let's go through it. Us radius. Yeah. Since we're on the subject. Yeah. Stadium drive. Yep. Crimea Heat, River five. Heated agreement. Heated six. agreement. Uh, positively all miss. miss and then uh, uh dog cast dog cast is that it oh damn it. it that is a um, shit we're growing well and, we're growing and we have our school accounts going so right uh we have currently lsu tennessee it's like half the sec alabama auburn um, florida florida lsu yeah we said that one oh, so yeah. we're, we're looking at a texas a&m we just coming added, up we just had alabama didn't we yeah alabama i added that one so uh-huh. that one's on there so we have a lot of different uh, school accounts. We're adding a few more. That's great. Um, I know. Uh, one team media. Should we, should we go ahead and add Texas? I know you. I think we could. Uh, I, I would like to add these a few more first. Like Ole Miss account. I think, I think we, we should. Uh, I think we should add Texas and Oklahoma in like three to four years. Yeah, we we'll wait for them. Yeah, think, yeah you're not but, allowed to join. But until I do you think do Texas and Oklahoma are going to be here next year. So like, I do too. I said let's just go ahead and add them. I think they're going to figure them, out a way. We got to tell them that like. You can only post about SEC. Like if you start yeah. posting about Big Twelve, like we're gonna kick you off. 
You want to run the Texas one? Yeah. Yeah. Feel free, man. Um, okay, so uh, a couple of shout outs to sponsors. Relief Pools. Um, check out Relief Pools. Uh, ben Landry is rolling at Relief Pools right now. So check him out. Uh, get on the list right now to get your pools done. Um, pools and hot tubs. He can do it all. So check out reliefpools.com. Also, courtesy Buick GMC, Brandon Lejan over at Courtesy. Check him out. Follow him on Facebook as well. Uh, <laughs> We're sorry, Brandon. What are y'all doing? Uh, courtesy Buick GMC, uh, the largest um, automotive dealer in the Louisiana area. So uh, he can also um, uh, deliver anywhere in louisiana too so if you set it up with brandon right. he can actually you don't have to, to be you. in lafayette you don't have to be in Lafayette. although if you are in lafayette that would be great it's a great great place right bear process safety adam barry at bear process safety process safety development for plant and industry workers yeah i gotta fix this graphic give bear process safety a call bearps.com um they are uh almost fully booked for the year but uh, get them on the list right now, and they can help you out, and they can do it remotely. Bogies in Baton Rouge. Bogies, call Clayton over at Bogies. He can give you some gear, too. So tell tell him that One Team One podcast brought you to Bogies. He would love that. Maybe be able to do a high school show at Bogies here soon. So we'll, we'll have to get with uh, Clayton about that one. Also, last but not least, uh, Bocock Brothers Cigars. Are you too drunk, Jack? Yeah. I'm drinking too. I'm pretty pretty yeah. Bocock Brothers Cigars. Um, there's no cigars in there, it's just the box. It's an empty box. Um, they just gave me a shipment Should of be the box guy. Yeah. some more nice uh Connecticut blend cigars. So that box that you have right there, the Connecticut blend cigars, and the one that you see on the <laughs> on the screen right there. <laughs> Those are fantastic, and I tweeted this out this week. They are fantastic so good, with coffee. If you smoke one of those, yes, like an early lunch, early like a 10, 11 o'clock, maybe with a latte and have one of those cigars, mm. fantastic. I'm telling you, really. Thank me later. Thank me later. I will thank um, you later. Also, we have some uh, Habanos uh, that we just got in. So, wait, where can I go to get Bocock cigars? All right, so Cigar Den in Baton Rouge, also Churchill's, and then um, Habana Port. Okay, and Uh, can I get them online? You can buy them at uh, BocockBrothers.com. Do we have an update on the golf line that you want to tell the listeners? They don't have it out yet, but they do have – I know they have hats and and polos and all that uh, ready to go. I'm – I'm sure they're just waiting on like it's literally um, like guys when when they do release their golf line that is my favorite golf shirt that I have. Oh, for sure, we're gonna be like it says be cocky on the back. It's I know, so awesome. Be hashtag be cocky. They, have, cock they even the have front. it on their uh, the cigar boxes for sure. So, um, yeah, be cocky. We appreciate those guys for supporting us. Um, again, um, pr- really big shout out to uh, Pot of Gold. Those guys yeah. been great. Uh, with us, uh, I love so funny man. I love having like partnered podcasts like that. So I uh, sure. appreciate those guys for joining us tonight. I appreciate Sam being the producer. We got William, Jude, Jack. We appreciate everybody. Um, it has been one team, one podcast. Logan out.
We showed you what the GOAT was last year when we beat y'all 50-7. to Relax, big boy. Yeah, they did a good job. Mm-hmm. Really good job. Yeah. Why is he so fat? One team, one podcast. 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 One team, one podcast